What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 142. Yeah, 142 of Ghost of the Night. Is this a word? Always brewed using the choicest hops, best barley, malt, and rice. Is choicest a word? I do not know. Do I look like a grammar freaking major? I'd barely speak. I barely. I don't know. I fucking. I got. I got on the the Googles and I'd fucking checked that. Uh, that. Um, God damn it, Jim Jones post that I made uh-huh. the fun fact one. Yeah, I checked my sh- sentence structure on that just so I wouldn't get roasted in the comments. Uh, As if we get a l- bunch of comments. <laughs> sometimes, anyway, I what? had some content comment interaction on Instagram over the last week. Yeah, I had one with Strange Brew, which send us your fucking promo guys would have played it tonight but didn't get back with us but tonight is episode 142 of and our final episode of the west memphis through we're gonna get through this shit tonight it's gonna be like four in the morning we're gonna be sitting here with bags under ours like we can stop no i have to get done with this tonight and there's a reason for it because it fucking it consumes you i was talking to a, a young lady this weekend yes and this casual conversation Shooting the shit. Yeah. And I said, oh, well, where are you from? And guess where she said? West Memphis. Not West Memphis, but Arkansas. Uh, and I said, when did you live there? She goes, nine in the you know, late 80s or or to 90s, mid-90s. I was like, so you know the West Memphis 3? She goes, what are you talking about? What the fuck? I was like, what? She goes, I was, was going to say, I wouldn't even ask if she knew the West Memphis. So you just grab her by the shirt like a fucking, like a, a detective movie from the 30s and be like, did Damien, Damien Eccles do it? Tell me right now, you and piece was, of shit. And, you know, I was like, you, you got to be kidding me. She goes, well, I was in high school. I didn't pay much attention. I said, what? Uh, it was high school kids that were involved in this yes. shit. How the fuck did you? Like, you probably had mutual friends unless realized, you lived on the other side of the state. And then quickly I realized, okay, I need a life if this is important to me. I mean, this is what we do. But I need not to Oh, speaking be so of what we do, what? I need to get with you. I want to order merch. Okay. I've been thinking about it anyway. So. I, yeah, I, like, I, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, dude, I have to get, I have to get a t-shirt or All something. Right, well, I'm going to officially get my party started. Hold on. I threw mine in as a background noise for the intro. I know. I heard. We heard. Oh. Dude, that's become my favorite, like my favorite little part of uh, Shout Out Necronomapod. It's just the random times they'll be like, and then the killer awoke to the police at his door, just softly in the background. It's like they tried to take the can away from the mic. It just never works. Yes, but tonight we are doing part three of, like I said, the West Memphis Three, our final episode. We're going to talk about the arrest, basically. We're going to talk about the trial. Because the the arrest and the trial are not that long of a conversation. I mean, and we're basically going to give our opinion. Well, we're going to talk about... How the story ends. We're going to butt fuck this story into submission. And then we're going to go balls deep into our opinions of this. Because like I said in episode one, this is a long, long time ago in episode one. It uh, it has changed my way of thinking about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Some things I was hard fast on, I'm not so hard and fast on. I'm just hard on, not fast. <laughs> Speaking of hard ons, interesting question or thought of yeah. how you would feel. What if every time you you made the spermins, uh-huh. your dick made a fart noise? You're just like, I'm gonna uh, every time. Like you're you like you're 15 years old and you're at your house and you're in the shower for 30 minutes and then your mom's like, Come on, you're gonna use all the hot water. God damn it, I know what you're doing in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was- you little piece of shit. You're just like your dad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
Uh, Your dad was dick farting his way all the way through high school. I guess uh, we got as many as we're going to get tonight. Yeah, I mean, fuck us, right? Fuck. Damn. This is this is normal time for us, too. This is kind of depressing. Yeah. Anyway, Gonzo's here. That's all that fucking matters. Cheers. <laughs> we're not even getting, he's not even going to get a glass, a shot glass for that shit. Nah, I'm good. Pussy. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever had American honey. I'll just stick with It'll do you. I don't know why nobody's in here. I don't know. Go fucking find all your friends and tell them to come in here. Go activate your fucking bullshit troll accounts. Fucking get their asses in here, you piece of shit. Where's Ghost in the Morning? We need him right now. (laughs) Okay. So tonight we're talking, like I said, we're going to uh, start with the arrest. Now, what led to the arrest of these three uh, teenagers was very... Simple. Yeah. They I mean, ha- it usually is. They had Damien Eccles on the radar from jump. We know this. And like I said, they brought him in on the ninth. This happened, what, the fifth? They brought him in on the ninth. Wavy. There was tips saying that he was part of it on the ninth. So he was on their radar from jump, and they were arrested. I mean, realistically, he was on he was on certain people's radar before this shit ever right. even happened. There, were, there was uh, Jerry Driver was you know just waiting for somebody to be murdered. Jerry driving a dick up his ass, that piece of shit. Don't get me started on Jerry yeah. Driver. I will literally just and just right up his butt. Well, don't do I will drink the rest of that out of. I will butt chug the rest of that American honey out of his rectum. Sweet, just to teach him a lesson. But they were arrested roughly thirty days or about a month after the murders. Yeah. Now, what led to the arrest was... Which, not that... Not very quick arrest, really, for what was going on. No, I mean... Like, that shit takes time. Yes, an investigation... And this will lead into opinions when we get to the end. An (laughs) investigation takes time, but there was so much pressure, such a high-profile case. Yeah, it's three eight-year-old kids. Right. Murdered and mutilated. They were under a lot of pressure to solve this case. Or at least arrest somebody. Pressure! Which is what they ended up doing. Now, how the naturally we last week we talked about Vicky Hutchinson, who that basically bitch. implicated with that didn't implicate. Well, yes, she did, but she knew they were looking at Damien, so she played yeah, it. She's up. a sack of shit, and we'll get into her a little bit at the end of this when we're giving our opinions. Vicky Hutchinson mm. put Jesse Miss Kelly on the radar of the police. Yeah, that fucking asshole. Eight t- years old. Yeah, go- sorry, Gonzo. You've been here the whole. You've been here every fucking episode. <laughs> how do you not know how old these kids were? <laughs> so, Vicky really got Jesse involved in this case by saying she, he could interview. Yeah, that innocent little idiot. idiot. And as we talked about last week, a little, little bit of a mental midget. It's okay though. We love. He was just dumb. He wasn't the smartest tool. Some smartest people tool are born show. dumb. Jesse Miss Kelly was one of them. You know, book dumb. Probably street smart as a motherfucker, but... <laughs> Hell of a roofer. She is what put Jesse on the radar. They brought him in for questioning. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, somehow these super cops, I don't know how they did this, but what they did was they brought Jesse Miss Kelly in for questioning and somehow, just to find out about Damien, got him to confess to the whole thing. This, and, see, that's what I want to know. I want to. I have a feeling that every part of me believes that, like, they were interviewing him and interrogating them. They're just calling me, like, "Now, Jesse, what did you do on the night of the fifth? Were well, you with anybody that can corroborate your story?" And then just you just have fucking like 
the rockin' standing tall kick through the door comes Jerry Driver like, Where's Damien, you sack of shit? I know he done this. Now, he was interviewed by Gitchell and Ridge, you know, Batman and Robin of the West Memphis Police Department. Robin people are their fucking freedom. Yes. Uh, basically, some... I've heard a lot of the... Uh, it was turned out to be an interrogation. Now, I've heard time-wise, there's a lot of different times. I've heard he was there for 12 hours, but I don't... He was there for multiple, more than two hours. I mean, where, yeah, as far as I know, he never went home after they took him in. Breezy's here. Breezy's here. Ski! I, I've heard anywhere from six to 12 hours. Yeah. Okay? So they... And I've heard the tapes of this. Now, it, whether it's six or 12 hours, there is only about an hour documented recording yeah and it's the hour and i don't even think it's a like continuous hour no no you can hear stops yeah where they're not getting the right fucking answer they want yeah where jesse's going no they were at this place at the time at that time and i was with them and i seen them there and then they're stopping they're like now jesse if you want some blue moo cookie dough ice cream you're gonna have to tell us what we want right pretty much honestly that's pretty much how how it went but now, Jesse, like I said, confessed to the crimes and said he was there with Damian Eccles and Jason Baldwin. They Lies. did it. Well, Jason and Damian did the murders. He I was, just watched and jacked off. He was there, and according to his story, you know, one of them, I believe it was Michael Moore, ran <laughs> away and he went and picked him, you know, brought him back, and then he left. Michael Moore, Bush did Columbine. <laughs> And brought him back. And he started giving details of this. He hit him with the deets. And they sucked. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to this, it is f- basically, here's why he said they would, they hit him with sticks. They tied up their hands. Well, first, time frame. Yeah. He got the time all fucking wrong. Yeah. The boys were seen. It was like, they, they, he fucking rehashed the timing of this shit at least twice. From what I saw, because I read a lot of these transcripts, because they do have, they have dictated, if you will, transcripts of these situations in pretty much every interrogation. Right in their notes, yeah. But he started out, this was a morning time thing. Jason called him in the morning. They got there early in the morning. The boys skipped school. They murdered him and went on. Okay? So the time was all off. Now, it went from like 9 o'clock in the morning to noon. Eventually... The, uh, you know, Inspector Gadget. Oh, these it's fucking fuck got them to the right time. Fuck all of them. They're all like, it's like a fucking Commissioner Gordon from Batman got hit in the back of the head with a fucking shovel that Paul Bunyan used to dig holes. Right. So the they're time, just all like, hey, you're under arrest. No. You did the thing. And I got poop in my pants. Go yeah. ahead. I'll I'll handle YouTube if necessary. You handle you handle these. So the time was all off. <clears throat> He basically told these inspect these detectives that the boys skipped school. Yeah, which the boys Not were seen true. at six o'clock, so the time was yeah, all off. Untrue. They kept leading everybody to, or leading Jesse to eventually get the right time. Then the details of his confession. Yeah, he was so fucking off. It wasn't even fucking. <laughs> that was funny. yeah. That was in like by the time they what they ended up using as a confession was the most coerced sack of shit ever. Right, and we'll kind of get like they literally bit. took a kid with a a a borderline mental disorder. Yeah, 
like a, a, an IQ so low that he was borderline something. And basically we're just like, you want candy? If you want this candy, you're going to tell us they use black shoelaces to tie them boys up now, I tell you. And he's like, y'all want the candy? And they're like, here you go, little buddy. Now, Turn you, on the recorder. If you listen to the recordings of everything, let's. he did say they tied, he admits, or he confesses that they tied the boys up. Yeah. He says they ran, one of them ran, like I said, Mike Moore, he brought him back. Then he admits the tie, that all the boys are tied up. And a convenient fact, they, these super cops said, what we tie, what, what, what were they tied up with? Rope. Rope. What, what color rope? Brown rope. Okay. Press stop. God damn it. I'm going to beat the shit out of this little fucking when kid. They were tied up with their own shoelaces. Shoelaces and rope, very similar. Black shoelaces. Brown rope. Yeah. Same, same, same. Different, but still same. Yes. So, I mean, don't let the facts get in the way of a fucking good confession. Yeah, let's let's not fucking let facts be a thing in a fucking triple homicide investigation. And besides that, you they kept on saying, how were they tied up? Their hands were tied up. Their hands were tied up. They tried, you listen to these tapes, he, they were trying to get him to say the hands were, <laughs> were tied. Were they, could they modified run? hog-tied, basically. Could they run? Yeah, they could run. Well, there goes your fucking confession, cocknuts. Finally, they just fucking gave up on it because they weren't going to get it. Like, God, just go gargle each other's ball sacks and now, fucking kill you yourselves. Now, if you listen to the confession, if you listen to it, he makes Jason to be out pretty much the one who did it all. Was the worst one. Which isn't, is surprising and not because, like, you would make, think it's surprising because him and Jason were actually friends and he wasn't really particularly friendly with yeah, Damien. But by- he knew more about Jason, so he's clearly going to have more, more corroborating evidential evidentiary shit to say about him than he is Damien Eccles. Right. Because so, he's never fucking around Damien Eccles other than a couple times in his entire fucking life outside of school. So throughout they get out they get out of him, okay, was there a knife? <laughs> they got out of him. <laughs> they got out of him. They got off and they got out of him. <laughs> hey, that's generally you get, off, you get off, you get out. In and out quick. And then you run and scream so they don't call you again. He Basically said there was a knife involved, a locking knife, which is basically your pocket knife. Yeah. You fold out. A folding knife. knife. Which, we'll get to the trial, that's not what they found, the evidence they found. They use a samurai sword. The murder weapon was off. Yep. And it was so- The timing was off, the murder weapon is off. The method of uh, subduing and tying was off. Right. The kid's brain was fucking turned off his whole goddamn life. Right. And so is the fucking audio recorder, apparently. <laughs> they, at one point, they got all this, what we've talked about. The prosecutor, I forget, Fogelson or whatever the fuck his name was. Fogel! Hi! That, fuck not. They're all fucking He was nuts. watching, you know, and I guess Gitchell's and Ridge's dicks were harder. Diamonds. Diamonds couldn't cut Of course they were. They went out and, I guess even the prosecutor said, uh, we got some problems. You're gonna to have to tidy this up a little bit. Yeah, he didn't. Ba- he confessed to nothing basically because it was all fucking wrong. Hey, stupid! So they went back in, started the recording again, and that you could li- if you listen to this, it is the most coerced thing. He said basically that he brought Michael Moore back and left, mm-hmm. which is how they ended up arresting him because it makes him you know he's an accessory, right? That's how they arrested him. Yeah, but. You could hear, you hear, they went from, what time did you get there? Oh, about noon. Well, it could have been about five. Do you have a watch? Are you wearing a watch? You know, 
They were just leading him down a path. Do you know how to read a watch? And by the time, you know, I'm glossing this over. Please do your own research and look into this. There's, you you can find it on, there's a thousand podcasts. You can, you can literally go online and find, like you can do what I did. You can literally go on fi- online and find the actual case file on this shit. Right. So they just kept, no, that's not right. And he, like I said, he repeatedly said, I left. Okay. And then you could hear Ridge and Gitchell say, nah. okay, well, what happened? They tied him up. I left. Okay. Well, what happened next? Did they rape the boys? And that's another thing. He right. said they sodomized the boys. They basically banged the booty, <laughs> which that's. Well, we'll yeah. Just, we'll get to Well, later. he said he said Damien masturbated over them, correct? I think so. Yeah. And but, pissed on them. Yes. And, but there was sodomy going on. He, they even it's went in so the Bible. Hard. They even went so far as because they're you know saying did they do oral on the boys or did the boys do oral on them? Sure, what the hell? Did you know that there's a different term that uh, fellatio is not the term for face fucking someone? There's a different scientific term for it. What is this? I don't know. I didn't remember. It was too long. <laughs> That's I just found it interesting. Face face fucking with either one of us has never been too, referred to as long. <laughs> Come on. It's funny because it's true. And it means two things. <laughs> yes. Now, and we'll get into this one in the trial. There was no sexual assault of these of any of them. Any, any not, of not, not in anything I read. And like no. I said, I, I, I actually dove I didn't go full extensive fully extensively through it, but I did I did crack the case file even, that I could find on this. And when we talk about trial, might get dive in a little bit more of this. Trial. Even the M M E medical examiner for you lame people me said there's no evidence of sexual assault yeah now, which is very an, a very evident thing especially when you're considering it's an eight-year-old right. kid that he would you're not going to sexually assault a child right. and not be able to tell so no sexual assault knife fulkers was wrong rope was wrong fulkers you know not only stupid you're wrong so we're batting a thousand here. None of this shit lines up. But they accepted it because they eventually led him down the right path. I'm sweating my nuts off. Jesus. And got him close enough to where they could arrest him. I can move the fan if and you want. And he thought he was going home. Yeah. He just wanted to go home and watch wrestling and NASCAR with his, with dad. his dad. It's and so sad. They even told him. The f- oh, here's He literally the, said, here's I just want kicker. to go home and watch the race with my dad. Like That's so fucking sad. Here's the kicker. Oh, I wish I had my fucking notes. They Fuck do- those notes. Aaron, we talked about Vicky Hutchinson last week. Aaron, that bitch. Her, her son, Aaron Hutchinson. That twat. Had already been in, and they had recordings of him. Yeah, so, her fucking like seven or eight-year-old kid. That's that evidence. Got they, put, they killed him, and then Barney sang. They played a recording in the interrogation room while when they weren't there. Yeah. Of Aaron Hutchinson's voice saying, only I know what, what really happened. Of like course, of course, a little kid would say that. But played it or anything. A little kid will say anything that pops into their fucking imagination. I bet you he was coloring with a crayon, and he was just like, "Only I know that." They were. They played it when they weren't in there. It was just Jesse in there, almost like a ghost talking to him. Yeah, Jesse, the kid that is has a well, and he also has a emotional of so at least to an extent connection to right. the kid that kid. Now, whether or not he actually understood that, uh, knew that was Aaron Hutchinson, I don't know. But how dirty is that? Playing with a kid. Oh, that's Joe Dierte. I mean, oh, fucking these cockbags. They should be yeah. strung up by their scrotum. 
If I, if I ever see Gitchell or Ridge, I have a I'm ne- throat punching both of them. I think I have our next true crime case as well. Okay. So. You just reminded. This is how you remind me with my Bud Light token. Basically, they figured, fuck it, we got enough. Got them. Got them. Wrap it up, boys. Arrest Jesse. Fuck them all. Get them, go round them up with their Metallica t-shirts, we, the little pieces of we shit. Got, we got our satanic ritual killers. We're going to go get the rest of them. Prepare to be fucked by the long arm of the law. So, they arrest, they go pick up Damien and Jesse. Or, yeah, Damien and Jason. They already had Jesse. <sighs> now, Jesse still thought he was going to fuck home. Yeah, because that's what they kept telling him. Now, they basically told Jesse, Miss Kelly, if you tell us what we want and what we need and what we want to know, you can go home and watch the fucking NASCAR race with your dad. The most wholesome fucking thing a kid can want to do. And maybe you'll and get wrestling. That, and maybe you'll get that $35,000 so your daddy can get it. Yeah, the same car. reason why that stanky fucking yeast infection, dirty fucking like bag of Frito chips and fucking old moldy wheat bread stinking bitch fucking did all that shit for the cops. Right. So they arrest all three. Sorry, I really don't like that chick. She that, that whole part of the story really pissed me the fuck off. They arrest all three, and I need to do something real quick. He uh, needs to turn off his notifications from Pornhub. No, I'm trying to get my notes down properly. Hey, Phil, have you checked out Giant Gapy Hole's new video uploaded on August 22nd? No, I what the weather.com. I don't give a fuck. It's hot. I don't need to know that. Yeah, it's hot as tits. Holy fuck. Like, I walked out the the house today, and I shit myself and lost four pounds in water weight. Yes. Okay. And that was early. That was like 8.15, 8.40. So, they arrest all three. Now, we're going to get into the trial. They had to try Jesse first. Yeah, because he were, was the one that had, they had something on. Cause first, they, they had concrete evidence, a, a confession. So he is assigned public defender. Because none of them have fucking money. They're all dirt fucking poor. They make me look like a one percenter. Right. Like, I'm Donald Trump compared to these kids. And he is assigned a fairly young attorney, Dan Stidham. Stidham. is really one of the heroes of this case. Yeah. In my opinion. Because he stuck by him all the way. Even after this shit went through and he was no longer his attorney, he thought about... Wait. The only reason he had to recuse himself was because he was a witness. Yeah. He, yeah, you was, can't do that. He was going to testify in this possible upcoming trial. Which yeah, was, you can't do that. Well, because right. well, I'm pretty sure, did he not go on to become a judge? Yes, he is currently a judge. Yeah, because he wanted, he, he like, this, this shit rocked him to the point that he almost stopped his career in law. But because of Jesse Miss Kelly and how he got treated and what happened to him, he thought that he would be doing himself... And the justice system and just Jesse Miss Kelly and these other two kids an injustice by stopping law when he could continue his career to try to change something at least. Now when Stidham, Which fucking I don't wherever you are, if you happen to watch this, go you dude. You got fucking I bet you he's got the prettiest cock this side of the Mississippi that side of the Mississippi. I bet you he's like gold leaf, like filigree and like it's got it's fucking pinstripe painted by like Kat Von D. I want to see it. I'm just saying, Stidham, if you're out there, show us your dick. You're the man. I respect him. But I might even touch it. He came into this case saying, okay, read the confession. We're going to play. We're going to get, you know, my job is to get, keep this guy off death row. 
No, he did because that's literally on the line. He did it. Yeah, you know he. And after talking to this young man, he even stated he stated this several times. Jesse Miss Kelly repeated his story to him. Yeah, his confession to him, and it kind of with variations. And he kind of, and he even said he, he started looking at his. He looked at the confession. Was like, what in the fuck is this? It's all fucking wrong. Yeah. And then he kept talking about. He, he even said Jesse Miss Kelly didn't know what a lawyer was. He did not know what an attorney was. He right. thought they were cops. He thought he was a cop. So he was just telling. So he him. was talking to his lawyer like he was talking to the cops because he didn't fucking know the difference. He thought that was what he was supposed to. That's do. That's what we're dealing with. That's the made that like that is the just blatant fucking flaming induction or in, induction fucking just like injustice and and what's the word just like abortion of law enforcement and and human decency that sparked this whole fucking shit show. Now, he said one of the big turning points. Now, keep in mind, the prosecution and the state is pushing the satanic ritual killing. Me. This is what we're doing. This it's is the devil. This is what we're going with. Fucking sacks of shit. He well, he recounts a story. <laughs> I he, can't wait to be done with this story, dude. I've been so fired up on this shit for three fucking weeks. Stidham walks into and is, is you know in a meeting with him one time, and Jesse says basically, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Can I ask you a question? And Stidham says, Yeah, sure, whatever. What do you, what do you need? But by this time, you know he's you know he knows something's fishy about the confession, but he still probably much thinks he's probably probably did it. And Jesse goes. Who's satin? And, Go on, I'm listening. And Stidham goes, what do you mean, satin? He said, I got this letter from a, a minister saying, talking about satin. And Stidham goes, you mean Satan? Hi, Phil's mom. Hey, how you doing, mom? Don't mind the liquor. He's not drinking it. I am. I'm just drinking beer. Try it. It's not bad. Give me a minute. Uh... But he said, and Sidham said, do you mean Satan? Yeah, the uh, so this satanic, really shitty vegan meat. This satanic ritual killer. Didn't know who Satan didn't was. Didn't know who Satan was. Yeah. Had been to several espats, partaken in orgies in Satan's name. But and didn't did know, not who, know who Satan was. Yeah. What about Bob? So... Stidham obviously said this is a false confession, and that is a real thing. And there's two camps to this. Oh yeah, there's two camps to when people look at this. Those who think they're innocent, well, there's three I think. Those that think they're innocent, those who swear by to God they're fucking guilty and they did it. And then there's a third camp who, and I think probably I fall in this. So I do I. I don't fucking know. Yeah, like I can't. I, I'm leaning one way. Yeah, like I, from what I've seen hard shit like evidence writing in front of me i don't think these kids did it I, yeah. but it can't i i personally can't say that i can without a doubt rule out the involvement of any in any way of all three of them right. somehow so, even if it was just walking by and seeing what was happening and being like nope 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 so those i'm are going to wendy's fuck really, that shit the guilty and not guilty are the two camps the main camps yeah all i know is this there, a false confession is a real fucking thing. And yeah. that pisses me off. How many... Basically... It happens all the time. 
that's you can get a retrial off that shit. Like even if your confession is accurate and you, you can say it's if you get a good enough lawyer to say it's a false confession, you can get a retrial and get a fucking appeal off of that. That is that is the big thing with the people who say that they are guilty. They're holding their hat on this confession because he confessed multiple times, even after the trial. Yeah. And let me let everybody know, that's common. Yeah. For well, I mean, according made- if you if you go by the fucking the secondhand accounts of shit, Damien Eccles confessed multiple times to people that were supposedly people that he confessed to that have attested to the fact that they weren't even in the fucking place that Damien Eccles said he was at at the time. Right. So, but that is common with false confessions. There have been many people on death row that have gotten out of death row. Death row because yeah, it happens of all the time. DNA evidence. Yeah, you have. They- uh, there's. Fourteen levels of appeals right. to get off death row, but like you, the well, you can have up to fourteen levels to get off. After that, fourteen, I guess you're cut off. But DNA evidence had proven some of these murderers that confessed multiple times. There's no way they could have done it. I don't know. You and, know what DNA stands for in this particular situation? Uh, Dick nut assholes. You fucking piece of shit, West Memphis PD fuckers. Tell us how you really feel. Uh, I feel like they should all have to do the amount of time in the same fucking situation that all of these cats did in prison. We'll get, well, I'm going to get my thoughts on that at the end. When we Literally talk. everybody that got in was involved with putting them in jail and damning these kids for that long. They should have to do what? 21 years or 19 years or whatever the fuck it was in prison. And at least half of them should have to be on death row. Like Damian Eccles was. So they naturally, they broke this off into two trials. I'll Jesse break it Ma- off in them. Jesse missed Kelly's trial because they needed his confession to convict the other two. Because he was the only one they had. Yes. They so didn't really have dick but circumstantial evidence on the other they, two. Uh, they, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Something about butt stuff? Yes, twice and three times on Sunday. Mm, uh, it stinks. They, nice uh, and good. tried him first and Stidham's whole thing was a false confession. You know, let me be, go back in time. I'm in the back of the court. Try me, motherfucker. You know, Stim was didn't have any money to bring an expert. Expert. He had some yeah. expert testimony. There was some that actually volunteered their own time. Now, I I did not. I forgot to mention this. They did give uh, Miss Kelly a polygraph that Dunham, I believe that was his name, who came out and said. The guy from Ohio? No, that's Griffiths. Don oh, yeah. was a polygraph guy from the West Memphis PD. Their yeah, because that's foolproof. Yeah, right. He actually came out and said he's guilty as hell. Dude, it's it, it's it, it, it's laughable. Right. When you think of where we're at now in 2021, where polygraph testing is inadmissible in the courtroom well, now because it's just it, more often than not, like you can fail that shit. Strictly because you're nervous, because who the fuck isn't nervous when they're talking to the cops about murdering murdering three fucking kids? Right. So he uh, Stidham had an expert look at this who worked with the FBI, who was an FBI uh, lie detector guy, whatever. Uh, uh, polygraph. Polygraph uh, administrator. Right. For the FBI. Uh, English he language. Looked at, he looked at his... Because this was one they actually kept the records on. Damien Eccles, they never kept the record. They just said he failed. They, no way to prove he failed. Right. But they kept the chart or whatever, you know, I guess the graph or whatever. And this guy. <laughs> the transcript? I don't know. The printout? Yes. He looked and he said, he didn't fail this. Right. He, there's only one question he failed. Yeah. Which was the last one, I believe. What's nine plus ten? No. Did you, 21. Have you ever used drugs? And Jesse said, no. 
And he lied about Which it. Which most people say. Every kid's going to say no said, to that. This is the only question he failed. Yeah. He showed deception on it. I hope. I want to. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, just from my shitty comedic standpoint, I want to be a fly on the wall for some of these. Because I have every feeling. I have every inclination in my body that that FBI guy just turned around and was like, are you fucking stupid, bud? This shit's fucking, this shit's straighter than a goddamn ruler. What the fuck are you doing? So Stidham could not really use him because the judge in this, what was it, Burkett or Burke, what was his name? Cockfuck. We'll call him Cockfuck. Cockfuck. He's a U.S. senator now, but. All rise. The honorable Cockfuck is is entering the court. (laughs) Please be seated on the Cockfuck. Would not let him testify on behalf of the lie detector test because it wasn't admissible in court. The yeah. Because so when the FBI says that you read it wrong, you probably read it wrong because if anybody's going to be good at it, it's going to be the fucking FBI. It's their job. Which I can't disagree with the judge on this part. If the actual polygraph, <coughs> supposedly failed polygraph, is not admissible in court, the guy can't say he passed it. Yeah, just send his ass home. Send his ass home. So... He moved on to this false testimony. Age is just a number, Gonzo said. I, I don't, sure. Words of wisdom from Gonzo. Gonzo. Age is just a number, Gonzo, 2021. So he moves on to, you know, he's pushing this false confession narrative. Mm-hmm. And literally, he could not, the judge tied his hands when it comes to. Hot. You know, he had, I forget the, uh expert's name that he had talking about false confessions. Lady Gaga. No. Close. But the guy was wearing a meat suit. Like Ed Gein? Yes. Uh, And literally every time he'd go to ask a question, the prosecution would throw a shit fit. It got so bad, the guy, you know, they had to do several sidebars. It got so bad, Stidham would write down the question before he even asked it, take it to the fucking judge yeah. and say, can I ask this question? Yeah, which is not, yeah, I mean, like, like, it's not that uncommon of a pro- practice, but it was to, like, a sarcastic level in this case. Right. So, they hogtied fucking Stidham when it comes to his defense. They should have. This case. Oh, wait, no, Stidham's fine. Stidham's good. Show me your dick. And it didn't last that long. They found, the jury came out and said, guilty. Fuck that kid. But let's be honest. This was such a high profile case. The whole town was in a satanic fucking panic. And we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go off on my fucking dragon rant on that. Here how, how, how country do you think this courtroom was? Oh, like uh, chairman of the jury. Do you have anything to say? Who's your favorite NASCAR driver, Jesse? Dale Earnhardt, he's fucking guilty. Bobby Labonte or nothing. Go fuck yourself, kid. Have fun rotting in hell. Uh, they found Electric him, chair. Fuck that kid. They found him guilty because he, let's be honest, that jury, it was a foregone conclusion with that. And, well, from, and from what I heard, the defense was not entirely satisfied with the selection of the jury. Because jury selection is very important for both sides. Right. Well, well, a lot of people also don't know that. That like juries, like you don't just you don't get jury duty and you're on the jury. There's like thirty motherfuckers right. and they whittle it down over a couple days to who they think will be impartial, or they're gonna tr- obviously they're gonna try to get the people that they think are gonna side with them. But you know, 
So, Ideally, that's not how it happens. No. Ideally. So, naturally, they need Jesse to testify for... They decided to... Damien Eccles and Jason Baldwin to trial to get, try together as one case or one trial. This camera angle is fucking awful for me to turn to this left and yawn. It looks so weird. <laughs> the... Uh, Naturally, the prosecution wanted Jay, Jesse to testify at Damien and Jason's. Because he's the only fucking thing they had. Outside, we'll kind of get some of the little petit- bullshit. I mean, yeah, it was that. all a circumstantial. Right, we'll talk about that. He was minute. the most damning thing in this, and he didn't even fucking know what he was doing. Right, so he basically says, long story short, he will not testify against yeah. these three. So... Which I mean, he might be dumb, but at least he's a fucking gangster. Yeah, I mean, I, guess I ain't talking flipped. to no fucking coppers about nobody else. I'll go down by myself. He's not Sammy the Bull. He's not flipping. He's not turning state's evidence. And they and he. The, <laughs> you think that Jesse? Would you testify against Damien Eccles and Jason Baldwin? He just looks at him and cocks his head and just fucking spits in their face. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you fucking pigs! Uh, now, even the prosecutors talked to the family after. This first conviction of Jesse McKe- Jesse Miss Kelly, Jesse. They, they even told him we're going to offer him a deal to get make sure he confesses. Yeah, how'd that to go? Testify. Naturally, they weren't happy, but they even say, we "What's up, Izzy? We only have a fifty-fifty shot of convic- convicting these other two. Yeah, when it comes without his, uh, his testimony and his. And that's the shitty thing is like, how? What kind of deal did you offer this kid? You still sentenced him to fucking life. Well. He said no because he would, and he, you know, like good, said, good man, fucking ride or die. No. I, I respect that. Now Jesse did have an alibi that didn't pan out. But you listen to Stidham talk. Yeah, they blew that apart. And he says because basically a cop, there was an incident in the trailer park. He was supposed to be at. Well, there was something about a wrestling match which technically didn't alibi him out because he could have been made both. Both, both. Why are you crying, Jesse? Rick Flair's fighting ravishing Rick Rude right now, and I'm supposed to be there with my daddy, and I'm not. So the uh, then there was an incident in the trailer park where cops were called, and there was like ten people, eight to ten people that saw Jesse there interacting with the cops. Yeah, you know, try, I guess a fight had broken out, and he was talking. Go figure. Jesse Miss Kelly got into a fight. I guess he wasn't in a fight, but he's there trying to keep the peace or something to that effect. Good for him. The cop, they had witnesses to this. The cop, West Memphis Police, I guess, or maybe it was a Marion, Marion, or maybe a sheriff, I don't know. WMPD, the worst motherfucking police department. Actually, Sim said, that cop lied under oath. He said he never saw Jesse. But there was eight other witnesses saying they Which, that right there, why, does that not automatically, basically get the case thrown out that a officer of a, 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 what, what do they call, a servant of the peace or whatever the fuck... Right. Lied well. It's in a the, testimony. It's he said, she said, shit. At this point, I'm not, he said, "Fuck They're, off." They were going to take the word of the cop because they wanted to hang these guys. I want to take that cop's fucking anal purity. Sorry, I get more. This is the part that really pisses me off: is the trial. Like yeah. everything else is fucked, but, but the trial's so fucking twisted. All three of these kids had alibis for it, and you know, they kind of, they kind of fell apart. A little yeah. bit, but it fell apart for a reason. Like Eccles' alibi, he was somewhere with his family at the time of the murders, then came back, talked on the phone, 
there was mm. eight or nine people that corrob- corroborated his being at these people's house with his family. Yep. And help, like I told you earlier, one of them was the family member of the West Memphis police, you know, officer. Yeah, where are you at, Charlene? But the problem is, and the people who say they 100% did this, because there are some inconsistencies in time. But here's the thing what West Memphis Police Department did. They didn't interview some of these witnesses till months after. Months. Yeah. Like four or five months. The trial was going on. Yeah, and mind you, like I'm a normal person, I think, for the most part. And like you if you waited till next week to ask me like a pun or a joke that I dropped on this episode, I'd be like, I don't fucking know, dude. Right. I mean, I'm lucky I remember what I did fifteen minutes before you got here. Right. I can't even remember how much the shit I took this morning weighed. That is one of the reasons why <laughs> there are some discrepancies. It's like I just rolled through that. There are some discrepancies in all the and all their alibis. That's why I'm not going to really cut into the alibis. There's they, too, well, and there's also potentially too many of them. Right. Right. So we get to the Echoes and Baldwin trial. Just to ixnay anybody, like, sounds bad, but there's alibis and then there's alibis to other people's versions of alibis and, and, uh, opposing points of view of no, that's not true. They were here. No, they weren't. They were with this person. No, that person said they were never fucking there in the first place. Right. Like it, it, it's just this big spider web of fucking horse shit. And any trial expert will tell you alibi. When it comes to trials, alibis are irrelevant. The jury, unless not, you can like, unless you can fucking have like photo or video evidence if, of you being somewhere at the exact time. If it gets to trial, your alibi does not matter. If it gets now, alibi gets you out of being arrested, possibly. It rules you out as a suspect, but if you are actually on trial, it doesn't matter what your alibi is back then. Now it's a little different with technology. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if nothing else, you're still going through trial. Even if the alibi does get you off, you're still going through trial. 1993, it's just... In Arkansas. In Arkansas, which, you know, probably what, two stoplights? Digga down, 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 There's two stoplights in the third. You got a pretty mouth, boy. And the third stop sign is really not a stop sign. It's a cow walks through. This is just a drunk dude holding a red piece oh, of paper. I'm, I trust me. It's I'm, the same guy that sits there and puts fucking numbers up any, there when people come through town to change the population. For any Razorbacks that end up listening to this, you might want to turn it off now because I am going to go hard in the fucking Sorry, I mean, all due respect to the state of Arkansas, but I'm a fucking Longhorns fan. Fuck the Razorbacks. Oh, no. I'm going to go hard in the paint on these fucking nuts. Do it. <laughs> Woo pig! Towards the end, so you're gonna have to listen to the whole fucking podcast. Again. How is that? Like, that's how you know your state sucks. I'm sorry, your state university's fucking little cheers. Woo pig! <laughs> Good job. It's the same thing that like a kid with a four, four IQ sitting on the side of the street eating a popsicle upside down says when the cops drive by. Woo pig! Now another fun fact, and here's how fucked up this whole investigation was. Oh, it gets worse. Oh yes. Oh my, you n- I never would have when guessed. When it comes to a murder, what's one of the most important pieces of evidence? The DMs. Direct messages? No. The what report that comes with, that gives you the cause of death? Oh, the coroner's report. You know yeah. what? They the medical already, examiners, yeah. They arrested these three before they even had yeah. the coroner's well, that's why I said earlier in the earlier in this particular episode, like these kids were like they were fucked from jump. They arrested all three before the 
coroner delivered the report. He delivered it like six weeks. If not, if this. not the other two, if it wouldn't have been this, Jerry Driver would have found a way to fuck Damian Eccles on something, even if it wasn't this. And even if it was like putting him on probation and then catch him jaywalking to Walmart, he would have fucked that kid. And this is why the whole we talked about the sexual assault. Well, he's earlier. a grown man now, but we talked about the sexual assault earlier. The West Memphis Police Department were going on the assumption that there was a sexual component to this crime. Yeah. It wasn't on the ME's report. Yeah. And on, when he went to... The only DNA evidence I found I saw was blood. Uh, and hair. But, well, eventually they found some hair. And we'll get into that. But yeah. Like blood on the scene from the kids. Right. Because they did luminol test that area. Right. And it, it did, did light the fuck up. But well, I heard it lit lit the fuck up or there was some evidence of you know, oh, I know I'd imagine when you're looking for like, blood with with a luminol test any any you see anything I'll be like damn I mean apparently, I don't think you're going to read a book luminol test like, my fucking bed see what happens oh fuck it will look like a I fucking rather, it'll look like a queen size lightsaber I think we better be off, be better off take a black, black light to a motel 6 all I know of is if I have to fold my sheets I have to snap them in half every time I go to fold it you got to rub one out, you rub one out. Fuck it. It's like folding a very thin sheet of ice from the like the surface of a pond. But anyway, <laughs> I've changed the topics. I apologize for this. That's what I'm here for. I'm the comedic relief. You have to listen to. Yeah, well, it, but we talked about this though. Like, I, 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 me being me, I have to throw those in there. Like, this shit to. is so fucking depressing for wow, real. Yeah. When you think about like, we're telling this as a story on a show. But this is a real thing that happened to real people. Like, real kids lost their life. Real high school kids went to prison for longer than they were alive before prison. Yes. Uh, Like, families were destroyed. Reputations and characters in the eyes of everybody else around them were fucking destroyed. A town was shook. Like, legislation was changed. Oh, fuck. Before you bring your rep. Oh. But this is why there's a discrepancy between... About the sexual assault. They were under the assumption that there was sexual component. It wasn't on the Emmy's report. Now, according, I believe in trial, he said there was no evidence of sexual assault. And I can't rule it out. I can never say never. But there was no evidence of it. I mean, I guess technically. Because, I mean, sexual, like, if you make, if, if. But they would expect please, to see. Please bear with me on the the morbid morbidity of this. But like, if one of those kids was forced to give the ki- their killer a hand job, that's sexual assault. I don't know that you can really test for that unless there is. Well, they were semen. The the West Memphis Police Department was going to because of Jesse's confession, also as well, that there was anal sex done on the victims. You would know. You would there. The, you would know. You would know if if you and I got murdered and butt fucked before we got murdered. You'd be able to tell. Well, if you let murdered, alone if you murdered me and butt fucked me, there'd probably be no terrorage. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> They'd just be like, I think he just took a big shit. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, you know, you're whereas are but you like, done yet? But like realistically, are we're talking in? about eight year old kids, right. and There'll again, this some, is very morbid and very dark, but it's very real. If you sodomized an eight year old boy. You're going to be able to tell. There's going to be some damage. Yes. It's, and there like, was not. Like, it's fucked, and anybody Disgusting. who would even think of doing something like that deserves to get shot in the fucking dick until they're dead. But circumstantially and evidentially, I don't know if that's a word, we'll make but it like, up today. 
you would know. Yes. It's an eight-year-old kid. We're not talking about a fully formed adult. It's a kid. Right. Like, you're going to tell if something's been shoved up their ass before they were fucking murdered. Right. So, let's get into a little bit. We're at Damien's and... <laughs> Jason's Jason said, ew. <laughs> we're at Damien's and Jason's trial. Now, the prosecution, we've talked about this... Because Jesse Meskelly's fucked already. We've Yeah, he's already... Basically, he's bent him. over the fucking yes. the jury he's stand. Locked up. I don't think they've sentenced him yet. Or that, but he's not. fucked. Yes, he fucked himself hard. Or maybe he did. He ended up getting life. Life. See, that's my thing. Is like they said they cut him a deal. So you fucking probably lied to him on that. What kind of a deal is life? What? Okay, we're not. Okay, I, I'll never. No, they never because they, they have the death sentence. So did. life, I no, guess, they is never a deal. cut him a deal. Stupid. They offered him a deal if he would testify, but he didn't take it. I'd have been sitting there eating prime rib and drinking fucking Riesling and been like, what do you want to know? I'll tell you, maybe I'll tell you, you bring me some more of that horseradish sauce. Well, you know, so they let's get to the, you know, we're in the, this trial part. They did have some physical evidence. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're making good time. We can wrap this up in another hour. Oh, yeah, we can wrap this up in another. They did have some evidence in yeah. this case against Damien and Jason, even without Jesse's but they had some shit that might be able to stick a little bit. Okay, they the prosecution did not really commit to the satanic ritual killing right away. They wanted to play it by ear. There's some sidebar shit. They wanted to play it by ear and see how things go because they knew that ha- they had that ace in their hole. Yeah, because really all that is is demonizing the whole situation. Right. That's right. just adding. That's your cherry on top of the whole fucking case. So they did find some oh, five. Wow. What we got. Oh, never mind. I was looking at OBS. I was like, damn, I'm way off camera when I lean back, but I'm not. Uh, they. I can't take this fucking mug off the camera. Do you no. see this? No. <laughs> it's beautiful. They uh, did I'm have some Barbie fiber girl, evidence. Bitch. They did have some fiber evidence. Uh, they had a red fiber Which, and go ahead. a green fiber. So, we'll, such bullshit. We'll get into um, We're going to get like, into it. Not bullshit. It was there, but like. We're going to get into it. Don't get to. Don't blow your wad early. Don't premature ejaculate on me. This, we'll get to it. They mm. had a murder weapon. Now, let's get into this. Well, no, they did not have a murder weapon. They, they, they might never, have had a They murder never weapon. actually said the murder weapon. They had a knife. They had, a, they had what they thought could be, what could have been a murder weapon. Now, let's talk about how they got this knife. Just like I could beat you to death with this bottle of honey if I really wanted to. Right. Murder weapon. Murder weapon. Let's talk about how they got this knife. The prosecutor... Had a gut feeling. He Probably said. shouldn't have dragged that on the table when I saw the mic. The prosecutor said he had a gut feeling in this case. So yeah, because the fucking his partners were in his guts. That piece of shit. He said, or I'm sorry, he sent a dive team out to the lake that was in the trailer park of right behind Jason Baldwin's house or trailer. Whatever. You mean Jason Baldwin's bathroom? Yes. I gotta take a shit. I'll be by the pond, Mama. Love you. Yes. I guess maybe. Mom, I don't, bring I don't me. Fucking know. Mama, bring me the poop knife. So, and from there's a nice picture of this. No, I'm good. You knock your shit out, puss. There's a nice picture of this made the paper of a <laughs> diver pulling up a knife. The yeah, because you can't find that one. Really pissed me off. Not to. I don't mean to like cut you off right. this time, but like that one always pissed this me time. off. I. The, you brought me on for a Go reason. Ahead. But, like, because you can't jump into any legitimate body of water and probably pull out a gun 
one gun and one knife from almost every legitimately sized body of water, including water hazards on a fucking golf course. Well, on this hunt, they pull fucking cars out that have been down there for 60 years. Like, the fuck does that mean? I mean, the prosecutor, I think it's Fogel or something, whatever the fuck his name is, fucktard. We'll call, we'll call him fucktard. Fucking twat waffle. He has, he is a psychic. He has, Come goblin. He has such a gut feeling. He's the Gibbs of NCIS fan, for all those NCIS fans out there. His gut was on the money. They got there. and because it was full of the money shot. Within an hour, the divers got suited up. Yeah. And found, dove right to the spot and picked up a knife. Right. Within an hour. Yeah. They knew right where that fucker was. Well, now I don't think the time period is that big of a deal because, like, it... Underwater metal detector. West Memphis. They did not have an underwater metal detector. Why? They're not, we can buy one on Amazon right it's now. West Memphis. Barney did not. It's West Memphis. We're not talking about Estonia. Like, Yes, we are. Go on. He knew exactly where it was because they told him where it was. Yeah. The Jason told him, yeah, I had a knife. I threw it in the freaking... And I think his mom even corroborated because they got in a fight. I mean, yeah, at that he point, got, literally, all you have to do is be like, okay, so a 16-year-old kid threw it. It's somewhere within right. 40 yards of this area of the, the coast. the way the story coast. goes. I said coast. The way the story goes, it had a, a sleeve, and he, went, he him and his mom got in Cock a fight. Sleeve. Him and his mom got in a fight about he was fishing. He used it to you know cut line and stuff. Yeah. And his mom, his mom, mom got in a fight with him, and he got pissed. And went like this to act like he was going to throw it in the thing. And it was he was holding it by the sleeve, and it flew out of the sleeve. And went to the Which, lake. at that point, he should be commended. Because in my mind, he was probably going to stab his mom. Because clearly, he's a heartless killer. Yeah, and Satan probably told him to do it. Kill your mother. Kill your mother now, Jason. So Kill your mom and come party with me and Charles Manson they 40 probably, years from now. Here's the way that worked. They asked him if he had a knife in interviews. He said, yeah, I have one. I threw it in. Who <laughs> fucking... You interview anybody, they're going to be like, yeah, even a little kid, they're going to be like, yeah, we got a bunch of butter knives in the kitchen. Here's the kicker. That happened a year before yeah. the murders. Right. But I told you, Jesse, Miss Kelly's confession said it was a locking blade. This was a Rambo-style hunting type knife. Fixed blade. Yeah. Folding knives don't have fucking sheaths. I know. They have holding cases. I know this. You know this. The morons in West Memphis do not know this. The jury all had a fucking IQ of under 65. Like they pulled out a plastic knife from a Walmart box and they're like, I found it. It's right here. I this did the you, murder weapon, boy. I guarantee you out of the jurors, at least six of them misspelled the word guilty. Guarantee it. G-I-L-T-E. Guilty. Guarantee it. So, now they have a knife. They never said it was the murder weapon in the trial. They just said, this is a knife. It killed. It matches these possible striations on the boy's body. What the fuck are you laughing at now? Where was Crocodile Dundee in this case? That's not a knife. This, this is, is a knife. knife. <laughs> but they never said it was the murder weapon. Now, they basically wanted to say it was Damien's knife. And Damien, just, this was, I forget, just... Yeah, Jason threw my knife into the fucking pond a year ago. Basically, this knife was, I think, black handle silver blade. Damien admitted to having a knife just like that, just it was camo color with a black blade. Don't worry about the colors. It's irrelevant. 
I mean, you can make the argument of wear and tear from being in the in the water, but and there were marks on the chemical body. testing would tell you that there was a finish on that blade at one point. There were marks on the body that were similar to or could have been made according to the prosecution and the Emmy from the serrated edge of that knife. Maybe. It looked similar. Which, to, from what I understand, wasn't that also, that idea was kind of poo-pooed later on? Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, okay. Sorry. So, now let's get to Foreshadowing. The, the fiber evidence. There was, a, there was a red fiber found and a green fiber found. Freddy Krueger did it. Yes. They pulled a red <laughs> bathrobe from Jason Baldwin's house belonging to his mother. And a t-shirt or some kind of green shirt from Damien's house. And they Who cares? were similar. When but, even uh, if they were the exact exact same color, they literally the the expert said that doesn't really matter right. because these could come from anything that is that color that is made out of that material. Fuck off. It was not a match. It was similar. Yeah. And, which, and even if it was a match, it's not like it, well, it, it's a fiber. It's not right. it's not like we're talking about people that had they Egyptian cotton. They don't use it. This is junk science now. They do not use this yeah. in court today. Right. We're not talking about fucking cashmere here. We're but talking about fucking Minnie Mouse shirts from verbiage. Walmart. It's the verbiage they used. They used similar. Had an expert say, yes, these are microscopically similar. Right. And in that. What the jury heard was matched. It came. Well, yeah. First, if this is a fucking satanic ritual, why the fuck are you wearing a, rep, a red robe? Red robe. Right. I mean, every movie I've ever seen, because that's where the satanic ritual bullshit comes from. The motherfucking movies. Yeah. They don't wear red robes. Well, right. maybe one guy does. The head grand poobah. Fred the, Flintstone the, with whatever the, the elk hat. The, the grand dragon, if it's, it's the fucking KKK. It's black. Yeah, what's and up with green. that? Speaking of the KKK, why does the guy in charge wear, or the security guys wear black? I don't know. Apparently, Doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't like black people. Honey, where's my black robe? <laughs> so, and then you get even worse. I'm the Grand Dragon. Where's my purple robe? So they pulled this green fiber, which was same, similar, but not, not a match. Well, similar. My, like come, I said, when we say similar, this means that like if if basically it's if green. you went out and killed somebody, well, and it's the same material. If you went out and killed somebody tonight, yeah. and they interrogated me for it and took t and they found a fi a black cotton fiber from this shirt. It would basically, in this world of what we're talking about, corroborate that I did it because I'm also wearing a black cotton shirt. Right. Well, it's a black shirt, Mighty Morphin's. Yeah, you probably did do it, you bastard. What are you talking about? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers saved the world so many times from so, Zed and fucking whatever that other bitch's name was. So basically, <laughs> at this satanic ritual that Jason Baldwin, Damien Eccles, and Jesse had, they had a green shirt and a red robe. What was this? A gay pride fucking ritual? Not satanic? Where was the pink? Jesse had the pink, probably. They just didn't find any fucking fibers. I don't know. I just think it's it's all just so fucking stupid, dude. Like, It's like I said, Freddy Krueger did it. You found so, red, red and you found green. Freddy Krueger. Or Santa. Santa. Now the, That fat sack of shit. Santa Claus. That son of a bitch. He done came down the chimney, took those kids, took their innocence, and fucking murdered them. Well, it was his offseason. Round up the posse, everybody. Get your fucking pitchforks and torches. We're going to the North Pole. We're going to butt fuck him into submission. So, the fiber evidence, like we said, and we'll kind of talk a little bit about this a little bit more, was similar, not a match. Now, let's get into, I think the jury 
or not the jury, the prosecution get a little word, worried. They know they're going to have to pull the heavy hitters out. Yeah. They decide to go balls deep. It is deep. warm in here today. They had to go decide to go balls deep in the satanic ritual side of this. And they brought in a gentleman by the name of Dale Griffiths. God, I'm sorry. Whiskey was a bad idea. It's already kind of warm in here. <laughs> Fuck, I should not have brought that with me. Man. Now, Dale Griffiths is their star witness. Sorry, I'm not ignoring you guys. I just fucked up my screen and went full screen, so I can't read the comments anymore. Dale Griffiths is a former police officer and from a sack Ohio, of shit from Tiffin, Ohio. Tiffin, Ohio. You fucking piece of. So apparently, garbage. Ohio has some blame in this because they produce <laughs> produce this cockbag. Can we record a metal album? No. Fuck. Yeah, Dale, no, dude. He is a former police officer. Who's For a reason. Now an occult specialist. Now how he got brought into this case. This shit's hilarious, you guys. He knows Jerry. He had met Jerry Driver yes. on several occult type lectures. But please he, inform them about his education, Phil. Oh. Upon, this is the best part. He had a PhD in the occult studies. Yes. The activities of the occult, the the uh the realm in which they dwell, the way they work, the things they do. Upon cross-examination they dug into his educational background the motherfucker got his degree from an online unaccredited no it wasn't school. online at the time it was oh, a mail-in mail mail i'm sorry you're right i'm you know thinking 2000 they were giving out phds in like everybody in like eight months because that school was then disbanded because they were giving out phds right. to people for nothing right they literally the prosecution or the defense asked him how many classes did you take to get your PhD. Eventually he got out. None. Yeah. Read a few books. Yeah. Apparently, it's just like I was looking I at it like I think books. I'm gonna get my I think I'm gonna get my demonology registration or whatever the fuck. I have one. Yeah. I looked it up, they were like, You can do it in four hours. I was like, so I can do it in an hour and a half, got it. No, the one I did was eight hours. I did it in about two. I'm doing it. I found one that's like forty dollars. Actually, I think hour. Kyle's gonna get one too, because I found a website where they're doing buy one, get one free. <laughs> He was like, fuck it, I'll be a demonologist. I was like, let's do it, dude. I just want I just wanted the info. They said, We'll send you a certificate. I said, Don't waste the fucking paper. I want the certificate. I'm gonna frame it and shit. I think I can still print one out. I'm gonna take a picture of myself with it and like put it all over social media. I have the the literature in that red folder. I'll show you. Excellent. Uh, You can read? What? You can read? Yeah, I can fucking read. It doesn't even have to have pictures in it. I can't read words. I can read Braille. You know how I learned to read, right? Porn. Penthouse letters. I have never. I've been a delivery driver a lot in my life. Never once got laid from it. That's all. Apparently, penthouse letters. Yeah, I've never. I've never delivered. I've never delivered a pizza and had a woman ask me if I've got an extra large sausage for them. Not once. I've never been. I've never once answered a plumbing call and been asked if I was going to lay down some pipe. Damn it! They lied to me. Anyway, my teachers lied. They said I could be anyone I want to fuck. Apparently, uh, the viewers do not like the porn talk. Anyway, so let's Cheers. just say Dale Griffiths. Te- that one was on accident. Dale Griffiths testifies that the satanic ritual idea is relevant in today's world. 
Move, moving on. A little TMI there, Bree. A little TMI. <laughs> he delivered a fucking package, all right. Hello. Sign right here. That's an awful big pencil. Twelve inches. <laughs> anyway, did you ever see Bachelor Party? A long time ago. <laughs> They're at the uh, Chippendales thing with the the mom. Yeah. <laughs> dog. yeah. Is that a foot long? And then something. Jesus. <laughs> you start pulling. Anyway, I digress. Uh, some of Tom Hanks' finest work. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be one that anybody who's listening on the podcast feed is not going to understand. <laughs> anyway, so where was I at? Dale Griffiths. Whatever his fucking Oh, Gonzo. Is. Tell me more, Tommy. He said he bumped uglies with uh, fucking... Sandy from Greece. So, tell me more, tell me more. I don't know the rest. Well, who does? Now, if you want to talk about Rent, I can sing some Rent song. It's a good show. It's a good musical. 525,600 okay, minutes. You're losing credibility in my eyes. That's how I know how many minutes are in a year. <laughs> okay. So, Dale Griffiths is really, his whole premise is satanic worship is going rampant in the United States. They break the fucking law. They're they have covens. They they're the downfall of humanity. They wear black, strange hair, which basically any goth kid is a fucking satanist. I wear black all the time. I have designs cut in my too. hair every two I'm weeks. I'm wearing a black shirt now. Yeah, you know why? Because I'm fat and it's slimming. Oh, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have the chick that cuts my hair do some like crazy metal demonic shit in my head Put next a time. In it. I'd do it. I'll give. Oh, I'll do the fucking Slipknot logo. It's like a variation of the pentagram. It's actually kind of sick. It takes forever, though. And Dale Griffith <laughs> says, if you listen to heavy... I'm just bypassing that. <laughs> I, I just... And back to what we're actually fucking talking about, you fat Japanese piece of shit. This is why you lost World War II, you Pearl Harbor bombing bitch. Don't wake the sleeping giant, motherfuckers. Don't wake the sleeping giant. You dropped the sun twice. Fuck you guys. Well, you fuckers wouldn't quit. We kept killing you guys. Wouldn't quit. We had to go. I'm sorry that we have pride. I had this conversation recently. I still think they should have only dropped one. Yes, we did. Drop one. We talked about this on the podcast. Drop one. Wait an hour. Make a phone call. We talked about this on the podcast. Anyway. Satanic. Overkill. (laughs) Satanic rituals. Convinced that it's happened. They wear black. They listen to heavy metal music. And like I said, every episode, what would Jerry Driver do if he heard my playlist on my phone? Because Metallica is like fucking. Metallica is like the Carpenters compared to what I listen to. Oh, you listen to that Norwegian, Norwegian death metal shit. No, I listen to deathcore, grindcore, slam, some watched, some black metal. I did watch a special uh, Headbangers Journey. A documentary. Oh, it's so good. About that. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, he's got a company now, Banger Banger Films. Yeah, it's actually, he makes all kinds of it's shit. Like made like Sam something, done something like that. Yeah, it's like 16, it's a, it's a fantastic. Sixteen years old. It's made. Yeah, it's a fantastic documentary. Oh, awesome. He's made many ones. They're on YouTube of like different subsects of metal. They're fantastic. Well, he kinda, I love them. Over, he breaks it down completely. Yeah, I love it. It's fantastic. At one point, you know. I'm sorry, hair metal, which we've had discussions about hair metal, is technically still metal. It is. And they even think that's a take. Of course, Motley Crue played that all off, too. Yeah. He, they got that ball, ball rolling with shouts. I mean, we've had that conversation. Like, I still think as far as hair metal goes, like Rat and Cinderella were the most metal of all of them. Yes. But 
you know, Motley Crue was Twisted Shout Sister, at the Devil, which actually, in my opinion, Shout Out the Devil was the best album. Shout at the Devil! And they were just playing it up. They were being, it was shock value, all that was. Yeah. But if you listen to heavy metal, you listen to Metallica. They still do that shit. And Metallica is not even that fucking hard. They're thrash metal is more what they started out thrash metal. Yeah. See, but they in what well, and that's where that's where like the Metallica thing really pisses me off as a metalhead is like like I love Metallica, don't get me wrong. But there there's once you get to that thrash realm, you have a split. Right. You have the guys like Metallica and Megadeth to an extent. To an extent. And then on the side that you should be pushing if you're going to try to push a Satan, a Slayer. satanic thing, Slayer. Slayer. in blood! The menagerie is gone! They, Slayer played up their satanic... Yeah, Slayer was fucking sick. They played Slayer, fucking... Another one nobody talks about that these kids might have been into because they were the guys. Sepultura from Brazil. You know who I don't trust? Who? You go back to metal days? Fucking Striper. Mm, Christian yeah. heavy metal. That's just wrong. It's still a thing. What was Jerry... Or uh, not Jerry? Oh, well, Jerry Driver and Dale Griffith's version of Striper, a Christian. <laughs> he's driving around listening. He's like these metalhead kids, and he like hits his ta- his eight track player, and he's like, "Killing Satan worshippers in the name of my sweet dear Jesus." That probably confused the fuck out of these two douchebags. Anyway, I fucking digress. Gonzo always comes out of nowhere and tries to get me all riled up with Fozzie. Fozzie isn't even metal. Fozzie's like hard bro rock. Fozzie is Nickelback on steroids. I'm not going to disrespect Chris Jericho and Fozzie that much. I won't, because Nickelback is literally... Nickelback Nickelback are the bottom dwellers of music. We're getting heavy metal. But he was convinced, Dale Griffiths, that heavy metal, black clothes was the calling cards of Satanism. And in yeah. 1993, that meant 95% of the fucking kids in the fucking United States were satanic worshipers. Right. To that's one extent stupid. or another, yeah. That's how stupid this concept is. But they convicted these three fucking, or two at this point, two kids on this notion. Right. With circumstantial fucking evidence. I will, I, I guess we could talk about there was blue wax found, which laid into the satanic ritual. Because candles. Candles. Nobody else has a fucking candle in 1993. Yeah, no candles aren't a thing. With West Memphis, it's called power allergies, motherfucker. Or not paying the fucking bill. You light the house with fucking candles. Or you just probably don't have electricity. Sorry, not sorry. guess what? I'm a single 48-year-old in 2021. I'm a single man. Guess what? I got a fucking candle. I have a wax melter. Okay, anyway. So I guarantee... I got it for free. (laughs) I guarantee you there were millions upon millions of candles in West Memphis. Oh, you would think so. It's a pretty common thing. Once again, though, it was similar, not a match to what they found on a book. Why am I so sniffly? In in Domini's, on one of Domini's books, which is another story. Why the fuck wasn't Domini fucking his girlfriend charged in this shit? Bye-bye. Bud Light go bye-bye. Beer go down the hole. So, we we move on. So, we have fibers, circumstantial. Knife, not the murder weapon, just basically a prop. To make a point. Yeah, basically a, a fallback at that point. Which, if you're keeping... Like, if school, they were smart, they would have just held on to that knife in case everything else went to shit, because it probably would have. You have Dale Griffith, Griffiths, who was a uh, mail-order PhD... ...who thinks basically his whole version of satanic ritual was what you see on television. Yeah. Let me let these 
people know. This is why I hate fucking the whole satanic panic thing. It's so fucking stupid. The kids that wear black look goth. They're not fucking Satanists. Even if they are Satanists, there are several different kinds of Satanists. They're basically anarchists. Hold on. What? Gonzo said I have the Delta. No, I'm Oriental. We're immune. Carry on. Racist bastard. Anyway. I will. You, I'm Japanese and I'll go after you in your own native tongue. Chingete punta pinche marre. I've lost control of this show. But yeah, well, and here's the thing about. Well, my whole argument to this is like now it would be totally different because now things are like views are respected from different parts of the world and different people and different ideologies and shit to where nowadays somebody like me could sit there and be like, they'd be like, oh, they do this, this and this. They worship Satan and kill babies. I'd be like, um, as far as I'm concerned, you going and taking a knee every five fucking seconds at your Catholic church and then eating a fucking wafer and drinking a liquid that some fucking weird dude in a robe gives you is the exact same fucking thing as a cult or a fucking ritual. Oh, I've said that a million times. So Religion is a, is the occult. Yeah. By definition. It's Fuck just, off. But you're fucking, you're le- one of your highest leaders is named after a baseball team, bitch. I'm just saying, the cardinal, fuck you. What is he, a direction? Eat my dick. Why the the cardinal? The cardinal, he's so all-powerful and knowing. Fuck you, suck my balls. But when it comes to these kids are lashing, they're, they're looking for shock value. Even if they consider themselves Satanists, it's just anarchy. It's just a lash out against Christianity because Christianity... If you look into Christianity, and especially what was taught in the churches at this fucking time, time frame, even up and to And God day, forbid you tap into the Old Testament. It's fire and fucking brimstone. The end is Eye for an coming. eye. It's, yeah. The Kill your coming. fucking wife if she looks at another man. That's like last man saying there's a joke. Kyle goes to church. How was church? Oh, it was great. The world's coming to an end. Yeah. That's fucking Christianity. They're always preaching this. The end is coming. I'm 48 years old. I've heard the end is coming for 48 years. The end is years. nigh. Yeah. Okay, great. It's coming at some point. Let's you know live our lives. It's because, let's be but real. Let's pull that, it in real close here. The church is in the fear and control business. I, I Hence why everybody that. wants their kids in Sunday school because you put the fear of God in them while they're I mean, young it's okay. because it's, it's hard to control grown-ups. It's good to have an insurance policy, I guess. Travi, Out. Sit your ass down. I'm not getting up. You're kidding me? The more I got to move, the more I sweat. Most of what they consider, what Dale Griffiths considers Satanist, is this kids acting out, being douchebags, trying to buck the They're being kids. They're buck the system. They're being kids. This is what you don't like? I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. It's just like, like it's. I have the equivalent. Like We all did it. When I was in high school, I was a little fucker. I got pulled out of class early to go to court when I was a kid, and I went to court, and the next day, I fucking walked in, and the principal, who fucking hated my guts, I walked by, and he was like, I got dropped off my dad, because I had to, because I'd skip school if if otherwise, (laughs) and I walked in, and he was like, how was court, like, in front of my friends, and, like, all these other people, he's like, how was court, Travis, and I was like, it went well, Keith, I'm still here, aren't I, and he did not like that, and I was like, fuck you, eat my dick, I'm young and dumb, you're a prick, 
I'm definitely, I'll call you Keith. I'm definitely, can I, I won't say his last name, but I'm not calling you doctor or something because you've got a fucking PhD in musical sciences, you fucking cock goblin. You probably know who I'm talking about. What's the last name to begin with? I don't know him. Oh, yeah, okay. His son was a fucking twat, too. Yeah. Um, but And a snitch. Jerry... Or, I'm sorry, Dale Griffiths. Oh, thank you. It wraps around. Dare, Dale, or whatever. Griffiths, that dude. Fuck not. Mr. All Hail Satan. Everybody's a Satanist. <laughs> he was just basically, he his mail order fucking PhD basically just was what based on Hollywood. Hollywood doesn't work that way. I'm not yeah. even saying there's no Satanists out there. There is. There but they're not are. what you see in the, on TV. Might, there might actually be you know, satanic maybe, even though it's never been documented. From like, my understanding of the satanic church, satanic worshipers are barred like hands down more pacifistic than any modern accepted religion, accepted religion. Right. But there has never, I mean, at least are, towards humans, there are different versions of the satanic church. And I, oh well, yeah. It's I've just done. like Episcopalians, Presbyterians. Right. Uh, yeah. But, his version, Griffith, same shit, different toilet. Griffith's version is basically based off television. There might be truly satanic people doing dirt, bad rituals, maybe even sacrifices. Even though there's never been a documented case of a satanic ritual sacrifice proven in the court of law. Right. The FBI has fucking tried. Just it like there was exist. never a proven case of somebody being a fucking witch in Massachusetts around the 1600s. Yeah, it's. Ne- the FBI actually tried to it prove this. It does not day. exist. So this whole premise of this was a satanic ritual would have been the first in fucking history and the only one. Proven. Yeah, but because it fit the narrative, it was okay. They were pushing a narrative. I wouldn't even say that it. it I wouldn't even say that it fit the narrative. It, it 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 did fit their narrative, but it was the only narrative they really had to really butt fuck these kids and right. put them in prison forever. But my point, which realistically, the shittiest part of this whole thing, personal opinion, is it doesn't matter if it was these kids. It was going to be somebody. They just had to put somebody away yeah, for yeah. this shit because it was so fucked up. Right. And these kids just got the short straw and they got butt fucked by the long arm right. of the law. So. The real, if you want to look for Satan, I guarantee you, you want to find a real Satanist that might do some weird shit that's probably out there that just hasn't been caught yet. He's probably like your sheriff or even higher. They're not wearing black. No. They're dressed in suits or nice clothes, polos, khakis, whatever. And they're probably deacons in fucking churches. Yeah. It wouldn't even surprise me if maybe a minister's involved. Or they're, Mm -hmm. like you said, a sheriff or a doctor. Yeah. It's not a fucking 18 year old kid wearing black wearing a trench coat wearing a godforsaken fucking metallica t-shirt yeah you don't see fucking jeffrey Dahmer didn't walk around with a sign around his neck that said i'm a serial killer these are the same motherfuckers that think that elvis shaking his hips was a satanist the yeah devil made me fucking made him do it he Go put the he put yourself. the power of the dark lord into my wife because for the first time since i've known her, her vagina was wet <laughs> This is that fucking mentality. And is is this is my problem. With, Same with guy your, that said that about Elvis. My last name is Shapiro and I will name my first son Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but this is my, this was the way of, this was 19 fucking 50s thinking. Yeah. A time. Well, when, I mean, when you're talking 
bumfuck Arkansas in the nineties, not I'm not talking shit about the people of that area. Oh, but I'm like, going to talk shit about those. But colossal it's not it, it's not the entire population's fault. But when you're talking about a small town in a rural area in a what is still to this day one of the cheapest places to live because it is so behind the times you can't expect them to be looking at things the way that LA looked at them in 93. That's like, it's just not how it works. How Damien Eccles dressed in 1993 today. He'd be a cool kid. Right. Especially the only reason I don't dress like that on a daily day to day basis is because band merch is fucking expensive. (laughs) But at this time, these rhyming fucking reverends, the devil was in everything. It was really like the water boy's mom. That's I got fat because I ate McDonald's. That's because Max Sauce is the semen of the devil. And they created this fucking panic. And just because they didn't understand this horrific crime, it had to be Satan. No, it wasn't Satan. It was somebody fucking went crazy and fucking murdered three fucking kids. Yeah. The devil had nothing to do with it. Mental health or... The devil, as you know him, had nothing to do with it. Right. The devil's inside of some shitbag human being had something to do with it. The demon inside. Which but as far as people like in this world, in that world, the, the realm we're talking about, it's one and the same. Here, here, Someone's here. inner demons and the, and the devil. It's the same fucking thing as right. far as they're concerned because they can't wrap their head around either and one of them. We all have every, every person listening to this, every person watching on YouTube, you, me, everybody in the fucking world has two sides. We have a good the side. The left side and the right side. Yes. But we have a good side. We all have fucking demons. We all have a yeah, dark side. Like we all, every human being is a fucking piece of shit waiting to happen. Whether if they're not outwardly being one at the time. We all have it in us. Yeah. Every fucking one of us has it in it. Yeah. Like I'm Mr. Happy Go Lucky. I get along with everybody and I want to sing and dance my way through the day. But like, don't get me wrong. There's multiple times in my life where I could have easily just been like, I will literally set you on fire and then piss out the flames because I fucking hate you. And it's not because the devil has come into me. I did this. He came in me. With he his, come did. With his hot semen demon. He come did. It. It's not because the de- devil or demon entered me. I did this stupid thing. No, it's because I I had a, I have a bad side and I, I actually leaned to the dark side. Luke... I was Vader. You were the, the chosen one, Annie. You know, I didn't make a right decision. It wasn't the devil that fucking made me do it. It was fucking what was between my ears made me do it. I, yeah. I mean, but, speaking you know, from personal experience, you know, mine is gangster rap made me do it. But who the fuck am I? I'm just a fucking redneck from fucking Ohio. West Virginia. Well, from West Virginia. I live in Ohio. Stick it down, 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 but, down, down. You know, let's blame fucking Satan for fucking everything because it's fucking easy. But yeah, because it, it because it's something that nobody knows shit about. Because in personal opinion, not fucking real anyway. But yeah, like demonization doesn't have to be devil, the devil, or a demon. You can demonize anything. I'm fat. McDonald's is bad. I'm sad. Everyone else around me is the problem. I'm fucking, I'm a heroin addict. My parents were dicks. You know what I'm saying? And I'll speak to that one personally. Like, I blamed a lot of my problems on a lot of shit from my childhood and shit like that. But no, it was my head being like, I'm I'm owed something because of me. Like, no, motherfucker, get the fuck up. Like, what the fuck do you mean? People get fucking murdered. It doesn't mean that Satan did it. It means some asshole that was like, I'm going to kill these fucking eight-year-old kids and cut their fucking dicks off, did it? Because he was a sack of shit, and he was probably batshit crazy, and go find him. Okay. 
We've went off a little bit of tension. <gasps> they pushed, go figure on this fucking they situation. Pushed no this way. Satanic fucking ritual. They brought in a fucking demon or a fucking occult specialist when the judge was such a fucking colossal douchebag. He hated fucking psychiatry. Wrote a master's in college about how psychology... Wait, who are we talking about? The judge. Oh, the judge that said that uh, that would not allow expert witnesses in the it, form of psychologists and right. psychiatrists in because he said that that kind of science has no place in the but, courtroom? But let a... Fuck fu- you, dickhead! But let a fucking occult specialist with a mail-in PhD fucking... Yeah, with a fucking PhD that's printed out on a piece of eight and eight by eleven and a half fucking printer paper that got, was the, the yellow toner was probably out, so it looks weird anyway. Got his satanic or his occult ritual from the Exorcist. I mean, that's, fuck me, that's, fuck me. That's literally it. He knows nothing about the fucking cult. I we know more about the occult than that fucking. See you next Tuesday. You know, he knows nothing. He What he thinks he knows is all fake bullshit. Bullshit, you fucking old antique crusty douchebag. I was waiting for this episode because I knew this was the one that was going to get both of us kind of pissed off. God, this 19... 19- Oh, I swear I got. Okay, let's move forward. Okay, anyway, let's get to the let's get to the circumstantial bullshit evidence okay. because this is what's really going to fucking send me over the edge, and well, we both know it. Okay, well, other than Jerry Driver, because this there. has to do with Jerry Driver. They convicted these at this these point, three two, teenage two, kids two, on circumstantial. Well, yeah, well, one was already fucked. Yeah. yeah, circumstantial evidence, and the fucking prosecution, even in their closing statement, said this is all circumstantial evidence. I take it as you will, basically. But you put it all together. And he even said the fact that they were back, listen to heavy metal music, you put that all together, you that and he pointed to Damon Eccles head, he has no soul. And they convicted. Guilty. That's dude, they literally uh, We didn't even get to Damon Eccles on trial or his testimony. Well, I was just gonna say, mind you, the prosecution brought up things such as a exact count of how many black t shirts these kids had. Was it fifteen? Something. I think it was like 13. Oh, 13. I, knew I have more than that. Yes. They well, brought up, they I'll had, they brought in from these kids' rooms their Metallica posters. Are you shitting me? Have you ever seen the album covers of some of the shit that I listen to? Have you ever seen a fucking Cannibal Corpse album cover? Half their albums aren't even legally allowed to be sold in like half the countries in the world just because of their album art because it shows demons like fucking ripping living babies out of pregnant women and shit. Yeah. Like, and you're worried about fucking kill them all and master puppets and injustice for all? Fuck you, Jerry. Your mom's a hoe. I bet you your wife used to fuck dudes on the side. Your daughter's probably a meth head blowing people for money, and your son's you're, hopefully you're, dead. You're right. We jumped the gun. I jumped the gun into this real quick. I'm, I'm just kidding. I hope, the, I hope the Jerry Driver's son's not dead. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. Uh, they put Damien on, on the stand. Ow. Now, this did not turn out to be good. I mean, it wasn't even just on the stands. Like, Damien, we'll, we can talk about it real quick with this, but Damien Eccles kind of shot himself in the foot at every turn possible. He was an asshole. He was a young, dumb kid. And had a chip on his, col- on his shoulders, hence why he dressed the way he did. And I also, we've talked about it, I think that a lot of it was him being a young, dumb kid and believing what's your fucking, and mind you, we've talked about this, I'm not like anti-cops or anything like that. But, like, I think that he was a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? He was a little, I don't know how to put it. He had he had the veil pulled over him a little bit. I think that he thought, 
I didn't do this, so justice is going to be served because I didn't do it, so I'm just going to be a young, dumb fucking kid and run my fucking mouth all the time. Jason has even said this in you know interviews. And I also said I think he's a pathological liar. Jason has said this in interviews. He, they, he, he did not think they could, and Damon shared this opinion as well, how can they prove I did something I didn't do? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Exactly how they just fucking did. That's what I'm saying. So he ran his fucking mouth like a young, dumb teenage kid, and it ended up shooting him in the fucking foot a little bit. And, you know, one of the pieces of, like I said, I jumped in. This is a great point, and we didn't cover this. This is kind of shit he pulled. He did blow kisses to the family, which was a complete dick move. Even if he didn't do that, I'm sorry, but if if, just because he did that, every family member that was at that court hearing should have been able to walk up and fucking knock him in the fucking mouth. Yes, I agree. And, you know, he would smile walking in, you know, kind of. Yeah, he's just a cocky young prick. prick that, you know, an angry young man. Uh, I, we didn't, I don't think we covered this. Did we cover this last week? If this, what? Like, uh, when they uh, got tried to get him to confess and in one of the interviews, he said, I'll tell you everything. You just bring my mom in. Remind me. Sorry, sidebar. Oh, there you go. When we're done, yeah. Uh, did we talk about where they were doing? He said, I'll, "I'll tell you everything you want to. I just want to see my mom." Oh my god, I I, I don't know if we touched on it on here. Well, We've if this is repeat, I apologize. But he basically told the cops, "Listen, I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Just let me talk to my mom." So they said, "All oh, right, we got this fucker." They brought in his mom, and his mom goes, "What's going on?" He goes, "I don't know what they want." I can't tell him I did something I didn't do. That was the kind of dick shit he was doing. Granted, ballsy move, and I kind of fucking like it, but stupid if you're they, you're a prime suspect in a fucking murder. Right. Not the smartest thing. You don't want to fucking poke the bear. Now, they put him on stage, or on stage, on on the stand, and yeah. they had some of his writings, and this is what a podunk fucking town this is. They started reading passages from some of his writings, and what's that? Uh, that's William Shakespeare, uh, Macbeth. Do these, obviously these fuckers do not know what, who William Shakespeare is. Shocker. And then they read another one. What's that? Uh, that's a metallic lyric, uh, one. Like I walk up to them and I'm like, a rose by any other name is still, still smells as sweet. And they're like, you suck, suck dicks, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Stupid. But he, they read one that was a metallic lyric. And From you know, one, yeah. Yeah, and he said, what is that? He said, it's Metallica lyrics from the song one. Shitty song. And he goes, I can't, I can't remember. It, there's a clip on it. If you've seen Paradise Oz, he talks about it. He goes, yeah, it's about the injustice. And it's a song lyric. It's a song about the injustice of the court system. And you can see Damien's face when he said that. He was like, oh, fuck. As he's on fucking stand in, a, yeah. in the court. Wasn't the smartest thing to fucking say. Yeah, he was just kind of a... He, was, he, did, he did behave as a cocky little shit. I'm not saying that... that should have put him in prison for 19 years, but he did. He he didn't do himself any favors. No, he like he he definitely he did, behaved as a a bit of a cock. He did not endear himself to the jury. No, he made himself look like a fucking asshole. He right. didn't like you should be making taking the time to fucking clean yourself up and present yourself in the in a, in a respectable fashion to make yourself look like you're not a fucking sack of shit that kills eight year old kids. Right. And instead, you're being a little fucking young, dumb douchebag. Now, let's talk about Jason's, before we get to the, you know, wrap up the trial portion of it. Jason's attorneys, his attorney, was a, this Steven Seagal wannabe looking motherfucker? 
fucking oh god, he should be throat punched too. Somebody should. They should all be fucking throat punched. His, the only one, the only person that I like from this fucking story is Jesse Miss Kelly's Stidham, attorney. Yeah. That's it. The rest of them were dickbags. Literally everybody else involved in this story is in some way, shape, or form. I can't fucking stand. But Jason's attorneys, his whole thing was. Oh shit! We were getting blown up. Tell them, hey, we're in the middle of recording. I I I I messaged him back and told him I get back to him. Uh, his whole game plan was to lay low. What? Was that you? I'm getting. Uh, we're getting Instagram fucking messages, notifications. Well, that's because we're famous, Phil. Go on. Five of them. Damn it. Five? God damn. Yes. Five. No, I believe you. I just five I'm, notifications in the fuck past yeah minute and a half. Check out the Instagram. Uh, his the Baldwin's attorney's whole fucking thing was, yeah, we're gonna lay low. Yeah, we're just not gonna fuck. Which do he it. literally did the whole time, and he got fucked for it. He literally called. I mean, he didn't get fucked any harder than the other two, but he, I think, called one witness and said, "We rest." Yeah, because Jason, I heard an interview, a phone interview with Jason Baldwin. He was fucking pissed. He kept getting told by his attorneys every time, every day that they would go to court. No, tomorrow. I'm going to get you up there. I'm going to get you up there. And he never got fucking called because he still to this day has a fucking chip on his shoulder against that goddamn defense attorney, which I would too. Fuck that dude. So anyway, let's get, we get, we kind of, you know, we had to backtrack a little bit. They do closing statements. The judge goes, well, boys, you're fucked. See you later. They deliberate. The jury goes, deliberates, come back basically guilty. They yeah. Come back guilty. In a pretty short period of I time. Four hours, I yeah. think. Yeah. Which is a pretty quick That's fast time. as fuck I'm because actually, I do believe that unless they take a recess, that if you finish, if you start court early enough and you go to that deliberation, I'm pretty sure that's when the jury eats lunch, too. Yes. So they're in there eating fucking. Oh, they were playing. They were playing euchre and shit. They, they fucking. Hey, I love euchre. Don't demonize euchre. Oh, no, these euchre. jury members went in and said, "Everybody raise your hand." Guilty. No, let's be real. They were probably a bunch of fucking. They were a bunch of window lickers. No. They were probably playing go fish at best. Well, what happened was everybody said, "Okay." They walked into the room and said, "Raise your right, your left hand or your right hand if you think they're guilty." And they all raised their hand. Some of them were left. Wait a minute, that's your left hand. Do you think you're innocent? Get. It took him right, a they're like, juror number 13, Do you did you raise the wrong hand? My favorite flavor of fucking poop is yellow. I mean, that's how fucking stupid these... Anyway. No, I like turtles. They they found them. They It was over in an hour. It, they Three hours, they dicked off. And yeah, they have like a three plus. months of fucking court case. And on the last day, right before they go to deliberation, one of the jurors is like, what's murder? <laughs> yeah. Who's satin? Anyway, so it come back guilty. When the fuck did we get ice cream? Comes back guilty, and here's the thing. I do like Jason. Jason, and we'll get to this. He remains so calm and chill to this day. Well, even though you watch both of those kids, they're fucking 17 and 18 years old. They were in shock. Yeah. They were didn't know what to well, do. Well, I think a lot of it which I think was shocking to a lot of people with the way Jason Baldwin specifically behaved is like, you have the common misconception of a metalhead. Right. It's just like people, if once people like it happens all the time, I'll be like, dude, check this song out. It's sick. And people are like, you listen to that shit. I'm like, fuck you. You listen to fucking like the mamas and the papas every day. Eat my dick. Which like, I mean, mamas and papas are cool, but like, it's the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Right. 
We're fucking making people out to be something just because of one little detail of their life, and it's something they like to listen to that's fucking ridiculous. So four hours later, they come back with a guilty verdict for on um, all three capital murder cases for yep. both of them. I just want to say, like I said, I think in episode one or two. Which by this time, by the time they sentenced those two, or they they, they tried, or not tried, they convicted them, Jesse Miss Kelly was already fucked, right? I don't know if they sentenced him yet. But I, he was already convicted. He, he was convicted. I'm not sure if it Like, is. he was already fucked for triple homicide, they, basically, no, or at no, least they, accessory too. They did sentence him. He was sentenced to life in prison. Yeah, without the possibility. Without the possibility. Of yeah. Uh, they come back, in this case, come back guilty. Now, here's where I... You've listened... I've listened to a lot of podcasts on this. They had... Why they... They did not understand, this jury did not understand the difference between match and similarity. Similar. They were convinced that this, the fibers were a match. Yeah. It came from that robe and that shirt when that's not what, it's yeah, similar. Well, it could have come from anything. I'm convinced there was more than one fucking shooter for JFK, but look where that fucking led us. Yes. But they, you know, they, it didn't matter what they say. They were going to convict because they, a whole... Damien Eccles was evil, and he was a Satanist. He was a Satanist leader in this community. Which, which is so fucking horseshit and sad, because if anything, Damien Eccles was just a young, dumb fucking kid. Right. So they... Which I'll say that all day. He was a young, dumb fucking kid, but that doesn't mean that he needs to go down for fucking triple homicide. They found him, found them both guilty. Now, in sentencing, I, and I kind of like this part of it, Damien's, and when they brought him back the next day or whenever for sentencing, he was in a fucking Harley Davidson, Harley Davidson t-shirt. Didn't give a fuck, you know. Yeah. And sentenced. Well, at that point, he probably really didn't give a fuck because I'd imagine him and his attorneys were like, dude, like you're going down for something. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what you do at this point. You might not go on the. You might not get the death penalty, but like you're fucking going down for something. So they now we're at the sentencing phase. They sentenced Damian Eccles to death. Yep. They sentenced Jason Baldwin to life without life without plus forty years, which is just a kick in the dick. That's just exa- That's right. just making an example of somebody. Right. Well, life for one for for a situation like this. Like I get like like if you killed fucking thirteen people and raped ten of them. Like yeah, I, I by all means give that guy ten consecutive life sentences just to shove it up his ass and break it off. But there's not enough evidence to be like you're going to die in prison. And if you wake up again, we'll give you another forty, bud. Yeah. Here and here's why I like Jason so much. I I admire him to a certain extent. This is a seventeen year old kid. Just got convicted to life in prison plus 40 years. Basically, yeah. once you die, they're going to keep you in a cell for an extra fucking 40 yeah. years until you're fucking a skeleton. You're going to be buried under the prison for 40 years. Then they're going to exhume you and then we'll just throw you in the fucking river. The judge said, do you have anything to say? Damien says no. And, and what is there to say? And Jason says, yeah, I'm innocent. Yeah. And the judge said, I'm sorry, what did you say? He said. I'm innocent. He said, well, and the judge is fucked hard, who is a senator now. How the... F- don't get me That's started. That's how it works. Which... We'll Friends get, in the right places and enough we'll money gets this. you anywhere. We'll talk about him a little bit more. Going, that Him being a senator might be the best thing that ever happened to these these kids. Yeah. Uh, he said, well, not according to the jury. Well, the jury is a bunch of fucking morons who barely could fucking form a sentence, probably. That's my thing is like, dude, I have to give it to that kid for his 
for how young he was and what he was looking at, his composure was amazing. Yes. I'm fucking. What, what, what was Jason Baldwin? Seventeen at this time. I, I mean, yeah, he was seventeen. So I'm almost fifteen years older than him right now. And if I was sitting in his position right now at my age, do you have anything you'd like to say, Travis? You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. You're all fucking morons. I didn't do any of this shit, and I'm about to spend the next 60 years of my fucking life rotting in jail, and then possibly 40 more if for some reason resuscitation works on me. So fuck all of you. Fuck all of you. Fuck all your moms. Fuck your kids. Fuck their kids. Fuck your dog. Fuck the bus driver. Fuck that guy. Who's that? What's that guy's name? Paul. Fuck Paul. What about you? Janet. Fuck her, too. You know what? Fuck them all. Fuck, fuck this woodwork. It's beautiful. I love the carpentry. Fuck that shit. Fuck everything. Put me in jail. Eat my dick. Have a good night. That's how I would go out in this situation. So they... And then I would just strip naked and just start shitting all over the place. <laughs> nice. So, basically, they sentence these... All of these kids to prison with very limited fucking... Circumstantial evidence. Now, so they spend. What kind of? We're going to speed up through here because we're getting close. They, I'm. I was just responding to what my. Oh, no, my we're going to speed. We're we're about an hour and forty minutes into it. I want to keep it close to about two. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, after this, it's a pretty short wrap up, right. really. They spend eighteen Nin- years. Eighteen, almost years nineteen. Days, almost nineteen by the time they get. I think. Out. Yeah, I think it was like chronologic for their age. I think it was nineteen yeah, years. Damien has even said he. When he got out of prison, spoiler alert, they're out of prison. They got out in 2011. 2011. He had spent half his life in jail. He was yeah. 36 when they, in 2011, they got out. Yeah. And he was 18 when they got locked up because he was they, the oldest one. Yes. Right? Yes. It was 18, 17, 16. Right. They uh, naturally, <coughs> excuse me, uh, appeals, you know, other other evidence has been, you know, there was a, like you talked about the hair earlier, which yeah. was actually matched to one of the stepfathers. Yeah. Hobbs actually is Stevie Branch's fucking father. I mean, and John Mark Byers name came up right. for some other shit, which I, 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 I thought about if we're going to talk about that, we might as well do it on the other show on the, the oh, we'll Thursday show bit. or we'll do a Patreon where we kind of. Really that's what I was thinking. Really. Patreon. Cause, cause that's all that shit is like. Interesting, but personally, personal opinion, it's so, so loosey-goosey and right. circumstantial right. So that that's entirely just opinion piece. 18 years, and this happened in 94, I think they was when, 93 when it happened, 94 is when they went to jail. Yeah, this was a quick fucking trial for yeah. what happened. Uh, like, triple homicide with all these extras thrown in usually is not a one-year trial. As we stated earlier, there was a documentary crew there filming the trial. From HBO. HBO, which is the Paradise Lost. Hubble. The Paradise Lost documentary. Great it, movies, it was, uh, but if you watch them, disclaimer, spo- not really, spo- call it a spoiler alert if you want. If you guys, anybody watching or listening to this hasn't seen Paradise Lost and you go watch it, the they are going to kick you in the fucking mouth with some really fucked up imagery as soon as that movie starts. So if anybody goes and watches these, just be prepared for that. They you will see 
the crime you basically see crime scene photos of of these eight-year-old boys bodies of fucking christopher byers michael moore and stevie branch all three of them you will see their dead fucking corpses in the beginning credits of these this this movie which if you're interested in it i would say go watch it they are great documentaries but it the the first time i saw it i was like Oh, oh yeah. What? Right, on, it starts like a horror movie. Right. They're on YouTube, but not the whole. It, yeah. If you have HBO Max, you can watch them. It's on YouTube, but only like half of it. Yeah. Like an, it's a, like an hour and a half of the movie, but I, and I watched it on YouTube. Okay. Watch it. Metallica Sanitarium is playing. I'm like, cool. I like it. I'm digging it. Down to camp. You know, and then next thing you know, within like 20 seconds. I'm seeing a naked boy mutilated body. I'm like, oh, what? Right, like I love horror movies. I I love horror movies and watching like closed circuit TV shootings and shit like that. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, because it's real. James Hetfield, it's it's crazy. I blocked out Sanitarium real quick after seeing that. But yeah, so go check. I know, like you see these dead bodies. I'm like, please just leave me be. But this leave me alone. This movie documentary was released in '96. Yeah, and like they were shooting this shit as it was happening. Yeah, you, there's courtroom. A lot of like Damien's testimonies on there. A lot of interviews. Excuse me. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah, that whiskey's giving me heartburn. Yeah, that warm beer just gave me. It might also be the skyline. Now the you know documentary does paint this as. This is kind of fucked up. There wasn't much to go on. You know, they kind of lead it to these these boys probably didn't do this. And so there was an upswell of people who said these boys got convicted with hardly no fucking evidence. Yeah. A massive fucking just downpouring of support for these kids. We're talking some big players got involved in and this. And not even just that. Like, like people like basically my early day web sleuths. Yes. Started a website for this shit and started pulling in like, like physical copies of court transcripts and shit like that to be like, well, look at this. Let's post this on the website. There was a devoted following of non-famous people that were really going after this. Which the the non-famous people were as important as integral to the freeing of these cats as the famous people. I don't want to downplay the famous people. They're still fucking dope human beings, but like. it, it was mainly like not again not to shout out we'll list a lot of them but shout out to all these people for standing up for what they believe in putting money that most people don't have towards it but like that money the money on their end is what really did it right the f- and then and then actually you know what? that's a lie when you have somebody with as much pull as some of these people have yeah like the money is very important it helped a lot but like when somebody with of that importance with that amount of reach even before social media says something right it automatically hits tabloids. It's going to be in Rolling Stone and fucking Loudwire and shit like that. Because we're going to get to it because it's a fucking pretty cool list of motherfuckers. The, like, it's, it's a list of people I would love to party with. The Free the West Memphis 3 was actually started by just Joe Blow. Just people. Just people who said. I think it was a woman was the first. Uh, there was a woman and a guy. I was there? Started. I think one I just of, don't, maybe one I just don't remember. Ohio, actually. LA and uh-huh. OH. Fuck no. The home of Dale Griffiths. Anyway. That shit But now, yes, some celebrities did get involved. They saw this documentary, you know, heard the story. Guys like Eddie Vedder, 
Pearl Jam for you old fuckers who don't know who Eddie Vedder is. Uh, Johnny Depp. Everybody knows who Johnny Depp is. Peter uh, Jackson. Peter Jackson. Of Lord of the Rings fame. The producer of Lord of the Rings. Henry Rollins. Of Black Flag. Just an absolute punk rock god. Yes. Uh, Marilyn Manson. What? Am I, nah, I'm not even going to. No, I'm not scared of Asians, Gonzo. Well, if they're flying planes, fighter planes, yeah. He's, he flinched a little bit. But uh, see, and my favorite one is Marilyn Manson because I love that Marilyn Manson, being who he is, from what I understand, basically came to Damien and them and was like, because of who I am and what I do, I'm probably not going to help you in the public eye, but I will offer you my financial backing right. outside of the public eye. He wanted to stay anonymous. Because he wouldn't have helped. No. That, like, nothing. Like, added to it. I was going to say nothing against him at the time. He's got a lot of fucking heat on him right now with sexual assault and shit like that. Like, I, I don't even read into it. I'm over the cancel culture thing. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just, uh, I, it's, I can't handle the down. Right. The the depression the depressing headlines and shit like, but at the time, Marilyn Manson was uh, was massive within his realm. Right. He was the guy for that. At the time, he was the guy for that. He was the twisted shock rock. He was the poster boy for satanic shit. Yeah, according to he was a sh- he's the he's he was a shock rock god. Right. So and even the lead singer of the Dixie Chicks. It's, just the, it's just the chicks now. Yeah, because heaven forbid Dixie gets used anymore. Yeah, just like it's not Lady Antebellum anymore. What's it's Win Lady Dixie? A. Isn't there a grocery store called Win Dixie? Are they just Win now? I don't know. I haven't seen a Win Dixie in fucking forever, oh, dude. Okay. Win Dixie's down south. But there was a lot. Win Dixie and fucking Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, there was a lot of celebrities who did put their influence and money into this. Peter oh, yeah. Jackson. At least he Peter Jackson put like five million dollars towards their defense to the investigation, you know, later on. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. So that's more money than I'll make in a lifetime. Right. There was a lot of, you know, people that they still were investigating this. West Memphis wasn't the state of Arkansas wasn't. But people were hiring these private investigators, you know, trying to get the ball rolling. And we already touched on this. I don't expect Dick out of West Memphis PD anyway, because West Memphis PD was literally under investigation by the FBI at the time, and the state police, and the state of and the state of Arkansas. Like what? It's the judicial system that I'm really mad at. I don't. I I never expected anything from the West Memphis PD from jump anyway. Just arrest people and then fucking take them to court. That's all that anybody can expect from those fucking morons. So. Basically, they surveyed- at the time. I'm sure West Memphis PD is fucking turned around. I'm sure they're great guys now. But in '93, suck a fat bag of dicks. Naturally, they got better lawyers because they had some support from the celebrities. Got millions of dollars. There was. It's amazing how millions of dollars gets you out of fucking prison, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we're gonna get to that in just a second. The uh, like we talked about, the best thing that happened in this case was that the judge got elected to the Senate because he had yeah. his foot on the. Because they got him out of being a fucking judge. He was the one in charge of all the appeals. Yeah. All the possible new evidence disclosure. Yeah, he's basically just taking a roll of toilet paper made out of their legal paperwork that they would try to file and wiping his fucking ass with it. He would not do anything. No matter what the defense was trying to promote or try to get through, he just had his foot on it no matter what. It was a 
case closed. He I'm get, not even drunk. I'm just he gets uh, sent to the Senate, and the new judge comes in. And there is some apparently new DNA evidence that the defense claims they have. That they claim they have, and they are granted an evidentiary hearing to where they can include this new evidence to see if they can get a new trial. Yeah. And there was some conduct, jury misconduct things going through, possibly going through too, because one of the jurors, there was some maybe. Well, that's the other thing. I've I've heard a couple other cases recently where it was like something might have come out on social media or YouTube or something like that. Like it was so early on that the, 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 the crazy level of publicity this had, that would now be considered swaying the jury yes there's a reason why in cases like this if from what i understand if it's a major major case do they not like like you don't go to work and shit when you're on that jury you stay in a hotel this kind of yes like they put you up in a hotel they like you don't watch the news you don't nobody knows your name you don't talk to anybody until you're fucking done right uh they were granted this new or hearing to to induce or all that information came from the Pauly Shore movie Jury Duty. Introduced this new evidence, which prop, there's a good chance this was going to go back to trial. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to get into the most fucking infuriating part of this whole goddamn story. So, what Oh, ends God, up this one fucking... What ends up happening, they enter what is called an offered plea. Now, I've heard two different stories of whether the, prosecu- this, uh, the prosecutor offered this or the defense came up with this. I think in actuality, it was a negotiation. The def- prosecution and the state of Arkansas did not want to retry this case because they knew there was a chance. It was, a, it was, there was no chance. They were going to well, lose and they knew it, it de- there, to de- on, on some level. It depends on what they were the, going to lose on the death sentence. At least they, it depends on this evidence, new DNA, possible evidence. And the defense knew it was a risk for both. So I, I think the defense come up. They were in negotiations to try to work this out, not take it back to trial. They come up somehow, some way. They come up with the offer plea, the offer plea. Now what this is is, they plead guilty but maintain their innocence, and they get to go home. Yeah. So it was presented to. So the, they're still guilty, but they can go home. It was presented to these three. Listen, you can be out tomorrow. You plead guilty. You'll be out tomorrow. It's over. Yeah. Or we can take this to trial, yeah. possibly. And you roll the dice. The uh, Damien Eccles, who by this time has spent 18 years on death row, and the last 10 years was in solitary confinement, and Jesse Miss Kelly Jr. say, yep, we'll take this fucking deal. But the kicker was, for this deal, this plea to be, all three had to agree. Yeah, and Jason Baldwin said, "Fuck you! I'm gonna. We're taking it to trial. I am innocent. See, I and want I, to be proven innocent. I respect both sides of it. I respect his thought process on that. And I respect what Jason Baldwin ended up doing. So go on, and then we'll circle back and touch on the rest of it. It hand, we'll handle it later. It's nothing bad. The uh, so basically, eventually they got word to Jason. You know, listen. You know, Damien's life's on the line." He ended up taking the deal. Because well. Damien Eccles would not have made it 
well, as long as that court case would have lasted. It's it, you know who knows. Well, who knows? Okay, he had a chance. There's a pretty good chance Damien Eccles might have ended up incredibly ill and probably dying within that time. I mean, it would have been ugly. Yeah, it would have been better chance than not at least. So like, yeah, he could have been just fine. They but. take the deal. They plead guilty, maintain their innocence. They get they- Jason Baldwin to take the deal because because of that, yeah. because of Damien Eccles' physical condition. I even think in the when they did plead or do this in front of the judge, he even said, "I'm taking this deal. I did not want to take this deal, but I'm doing this because for Damien, they want to put him to death. I'm doing this for him, so I plead guilty." Which. It- which, like, kudos to you, dude. That's some ride or die for shit. Considering that you, he was one of your best friends that you hadn't seen really in over, almost twenty years because they separated them. Like, re- they paid a ridiculous amount of attention to how much separation they put between those two. But my like, but at the same time, like, I I have no problem with his point of view either like if i was that kid and i was 17 years old when i got locked up and i'm now 35 36 years old yeah. and i've been in prison that whole time and being jason baldwin doing what jason baldwin did getting an education continuing to further myself and educate myself and shit like that and doing all right in prison until at least until they had that conversation with me about what my friend was going through i probably would have been like no fuck that fuck them I've already done this long. I'm doing just fine. Let me do another five years so I can walk out of here and be like, yeah, I ain't got shit on my record. And what's the other, what's the other kicker to this deal? As far as I'm concerned by pleading, by remaining, by withholding their innocence, but accept accepting a guilty fucking conviction from the state. What happens then? They cannot go after the state government or the state judiciary system for reparations for the time that they spent in prison. Fuck the whole state of Arkansas on that one. That is some fucking horse shit. Because by, according to the law, they are guilty. They are guilty. And why are they guilty? Because one of them might have died in prison, so you use that to say, hey, uh, you can get your friend out of prison if you stay guilty. You know, that's... Okay, let's kind of get into... They... There's been a lot... There are two sides to the story like we talked about. There's those who believe 100% they fucking killed those kids and 100% believe they are innocent. I, you know, honestly, let's be honest. I think I'm gray area on this, just like everything else. I, I, I'm leaning toward, I don't think I'm, I will say, yeah, I don't think that they did it, but at the same time, like I said before, I, I don't know enough. Nobody knows enough to say like, 100% 100% that you can't tie one of these kids in some way, shape, or form, even if it was just walking past that area and being like, what's going on down there? If and they just you, kept moving. If you had to held a gun to my head, or in this case, held a, a Rambo knife to my scrotum, I would say uh, they didn't do it. Yeah. I, I can say with a lot of certainty, I do not think Jason Baldwin had anything to do with this whatsoever. He got caught up in this because he was friends with Damien. Now, Damien, right. I'm not fucking, I don't know. I can't, I don't think he did it, but he could have, maybe. I mean, if you want my personal opinion, like my psychosomatic breakdown of this whole thing, the way that Damien Eccles carried himself with his smart ass little banter back and forth and his run in his fucking mouth and just doing all that dumb little shit as since he was a kid, 
traditionally, personal opinion, when a high school kid acts like that, he, he does not have the balls to go through with something like right. this. I agree. Now, if he just sat there stone faced straight as fuck the whole time and just fucking stared at people while they talked, we might be able to have a conversation. Now, some of the evidence, there has been many experts look at this case. Yeah. In the 18 years they were in prison. Uh, what a lot, many, some of the best in the field, FBI, some of the most, oh, fuck, I forget the doctor's name that looked into uh, the, the mark, you know, the injuries, which were mm -hmm. acute. I know, I, I don't know like, the name. I know oh, who you're talking about. He's though. worked on, he worked on the, he's the most renowned uh, forensic. He worked on the uh, the Golden in, State Killer case. I think he worked on Kennedy. Worked on the Kennedy shit. Yeah. I don't know about Kennedy. I'm yeah, I'm 99 percent sure he worked on the Golden State it's Killer. It's in my other notes that I wrote down. He worked on the Kennedy. Worked on. I think it's amazing. We just did this whole show with no notes. He basically <laughs> that's, says that's why we wanted to fucking finish it up in this episode because this shit has just been eating our brains for a month. According to him, and there was another doctor, you know, a forensic dentalist orthodontist or whatever <laughs> whatever the fuck they're called a, a forensic podiatrist a forensic dentist you know they came or he especially the, the other guy i'd like to call the forensic massage therapist to the stand please the injuries like the scrotum and the skinning of the penis he's a scrotum i said scrotum basically was not done with a knife it was or at least not the knife that they said no, that they had in evidence no it was done they're convinced it was Turtles, animal perdition. Yeah. The turtles did it after the boys were in the water. Well, and, which, and the only, the only other come, the only other, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is the only uh, opposing view to that, that I saw was that was not, I don't remember if it was the scrotum specifically, but the injuries to the inner thigh of at least one of the kids that they said was animal predation a forensic guy, a cold case forensic guy that I listened to and looked up the person he was talking about that also came up with this idea is, um, it, they called it pickering where a killer will like cause superficial wounds to somebody without any intent of killing them just to get the reaction of hurting them. It's a matter and of a lot of the shit on the inside of the thighs, they think might've just been a guy, the dude poking them to be like, ha, ha, it hurts, of, doesn't it? You little fuck. It's kind of a matter of opinion, but a lot of the scratches, according to some of the, was when a turtle will latch on. Yeah. It latches onto loose flesh. Well, it, it, there was a lot of that shit and it depends. And well, and there was a lot of that shit. It's just like the shit, the scratching on the chest arguably could just be from dragging. Right. Dragging now, the bodies to wherever they ended up. Now, you know, the, the jury's still out on that. I mean, there has been, you know, there were snapping turtles or alligator turtles, I think they're called. I don't think there's alligator snapping turtles in Nebraska or there in Arkansas. There Is there? Yeah. In Arkansas? Yeah. In really? Arkansas. Uh, well, at least the expert I listened to. It I was, mean, that doesn't, it was it, it's not crazy. I've just never heard of it. It's not crazy shot. They have them in Florida and Texas and shit. Right. Some certain parts. Well, Texas is right there. I know. I'm just, you know. But see, now you're stepping more into my world. You're talking about ecological. Right. I know. But that <laughs> whole ditch, that whole thing was called Turtle Turtle Alley. They would hunt snapping turtles and shit there. So the people that say, well, they were, there's no turtles. That, no, there are. Urban Ghost Hunters is confirming. 
I, I it's like I said, I I never knew for sure. I just I didn't know how north the alligator snapping turtle's range you know, was. That makes it interesting. It's very possible. Because alligator snapping turtle will I mean realistically the alligator snapping turtle would personally like, from some of the marks that I saw would fuck that kid up worse than that, that body. An alligator snapping turtle will fuck you up. Well maybe it got I would judging from the marks that I saw, I would a snapping turtle, yes. Right. Species doesn't really matter. Right. It's, Here nor there. Because, like I said, with, there's so many different there's so many different fucking points of view on this shit. Right. Because so, when I heard the Pickering thing, I was like, "That's fucking interesting." I had never heard that, mm-hmm. and this was from a guy who used to do in like investigations on these with involving these forensic tests and shit like that. Now, w- not saying most, he's right. It was some just of interesting. the most interesting, you know. I don't want to say evidence, but opinions I heard was the the man who actually built in the FBI the uh, behavioral unit. Yeah. Who started it all. Yeah. Who fucking did the interviews of all these serials. The head of the pro mm-hmm. the created profiling. Yeah. Looked I'm pretty in- sure they talked about him in the uh, that Peacock Gacy documentary. Looked at all the evidence in this case and profiled. And it didn't fit those kids. It didn't fit Damien. Oh, pardon me, guys. Long weekend. Basically, you know, with a roundabout way, if he was profiling this case for the police, he would say, look for an authority figure of at least one of these kids. And the other two also saw him as an authority figure. This wasn't a ritualistic murder. This was... A rage killing. It, I was gonna say it was all. It was arguably a crime of passion. Might and they said probably now passion. Just take your take your definition of choice on that passion. Christopher Byers was the first. Was probably the first. The one who set this person off because he was kind of a smart ass little kid and had ADD and shit and probably got mouthy and he was a kid. Killed. He was actually and if you look at the evidence, I believe. He was the only one that was t- showed lit- literature or whatever. Ligature. Marks on their. He was tied up while he was still alive. Yeah. The other two were tied up. There was post-mortem. Mark, post-mortem. Yeah. So Which, because I remember seeing that, and the people were like, why the fuck would you tie him up post-mortem? I'm like, because if you're going to try to stick a body underwater, right. a limb is going to pop That's up before he, anything else. That is this uh, criminal. Or, yeah. Probably basically said, but he. God damn! I feel like anybody who's watching this does doesn't watch this show regularly is like, why does that guy think that much about this stuff? You know. Hi. But uh, do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> but he kind of points finger to you know it more like this. They knew this. All three knew who it was. One person. All three. Oh, all, I, I see. All I, I'm in, I'm in complete agreement with that. All three of these kids that died in this situation, whoever killed them, they all knew that person or those people to some extent. And it was probably one got Jason or oh, I'm sorry, uh, Christopher Byers got killed through a head trauma, got punt, you know, and the other two were just killed to witness. shut them up. They were witnesses. Yeah. I, I honestly, that makes more sense to me than a satanic ritual killing. 
Literally anything makes because, more sense than a satanic thing. ritual to me. Here's the thing about satanic ritual. In a satanic ritual, if, like I said, never been proven. It's a nice story. Chalupa uh, Cabra. Scratching. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, it's a nice story. Great Hollywood shit. You don't Fucking need, horse shit forensic investigation. You don't need three. Right. You don't. Sorry. That's overkill. So I don't make you mad like this, I'm sophisticated. So I like this. Yeah. And I, you know, this, these, this profiler, this is what they fucking do. Right. They're pretty good. And I mean, yeah, they, it, it's a science and science is never a hundred percent in a situation like but this, it makes but sense. It, it's, it's more concrete than black t-shirts and Metallica posters. It makes a hell of a lot more sense than that. So, I, like I said, I don't know. All I know is, and this is where... Fuck Jerry Driver. Fuck Jerry Driver. I don't want to fuck... Don't, I ain't driving through fucking Arkansas. Right. I am surely not committing a crime. If I go to... If you go to the court system in Arkansas, fuck it, you're, going, you're fucked. If they convict these three on this circumstantial evidence... If I was sitting on this fucking jury, um, I'd be like, uh, reasonable fucking doubt out my ass... There was reasonable doubt all over this fucking place. Right. Like, God forbid I ever have to but, drive through Arkansas and they pull me over while I'm listening to Suicide Silence and they're screaming, where is your fucking God over and over again? Here's the thing. I have an IQ higher than 78. It's 82. No, it's over 100, motherfucker. I'm smart. 101. And a half. No. But, you know, you know, I firmly believe... I in, have an IQ for every Dalmatian. I firmly believe in innocent until proven guilty. It is on the stage... Yeah. It is on them to prove guilt. And like I said, if you let OJ Simpson off, how in the fuck can Arkansas, you know, that evidence was good. I mean, fuck, how much more they evidence? They let OJ Simpson off and then they're having the trial for Jason Baldwin and Damien Eccles and they see the fucking, the defense attorney come in and he's just like, F -f -f a plastic bag with a pair of gloves in it and all everybody's like, fuck. <laughs> so, but this. And Sorry, I, scared, I was big. I scared Chalupa Cabra. This is where this, and we'll kind of get into a little bit, you know, maybe who a little bit of who done it because what speaks to me in this case, the three parents, the three groups of families, yeah, that the parents of these three murdered boys, two of them, actually, by the time it said was said and done, were on the, the West Memphis three side. side. They wanted them out. They said they did not do this. Fuck me, man. Uh, Stevie Branch's mom, Terry, or oh, what was her? Terry oh, Hobbs. that bitch. We'll just go with that. Terry, she uh, Hobbs. She was the one that was fainted. You know, there's a picture of her. See, fainted. I keep saying every fucking episode. I think this whole thing could have been avoided. We had the Hobbs. Where the fuck was Shaw in all this? <laughs> the Rock was. God busy. damn it! The Rock was busy. Get your fucking shit together, Dwayne. Uh, and the buyers. You know, of course, the mom's dead. She died in 96. But the stepdad's still alive. What? I just smiled at the camera for no reason when he said that. That was The fucking... only ones that really kept quiet about and they haven't spoke were the Moors. Yeah. they. I think they hold on from everything. They still hold on to. Because they did it. The fact that they did it. But two out of three. And I don't think Stevie that they Br did it. Stevie Prince, Branch's mom, I think her name's Hobbs, she's convinced that her ex husband his step stepfather who was the hair that they found 
in the shoelaces on the boys after they look. See, but that's my thing. That's all. Like, what do they call it? Uh, Secondary, secondary yeah, secondary transfer, yeah. Like, but at it, least that's more DNA than what it is. It is. No don't DNA get me wrong. Like, like, I mean, DNA I'm not saying don't go story. down that, don't go down that rabbit hole. But, but like, it's also, very, very. It's not. I don't find it to be ex- very hardcore concrete at all. But he also fits the into profile. their at. No, he fits the profile. <laughs> he fits the profile uh, out like a yeah. motherfucker. I don't know, man. Don't it, know. It, it's a it's it, it's a clusterfuck. I don't think I I think this is one of those ones that's going to be a cold case forever. I think sometimes in the next twenty years, some dude's going to be dying on fucking death row or in prison for life, and he's going to be like, "I oh, killed the West, the kids in West Memphis," and then two months later, it's some other guy happen. across the nation is going to say it, just like every other fucking murder. Here's what here's what has really struck me. What I'm taking from this, like I said, I don't know if they did or not. I'm leaning toward they didn't do it. But I'm sorry for all the odds. God damn. I'm a sneaky know, boy. One thing I know for fucking sure, I was full blow death penalty before I started looking at this case. I still am. D- depending. If you can, If somebody sits there and like, yeah, I raped and murdered those five little girls, fuck you. You're gun you're dying, boy. If the evidence supports it. There's DNA evidence. But if But at the same time, send, personal opinion, I think that like if somebody was like I raped all of your children and killed them. It shouldn't be fuck the state. Well, Put that, lock that, handcuff that person, and let those two parents go in a room and do as whatever they please. And then they come out, wash their hands, depends, and everybody's fucking done with it. It depends on the case. Just, just like if somebody came out and they were like, "I murdered those three boys. This is how I did it. This is what I did." I can tell you things that, without a doubt, without any type of thing saying that I didn't do it, one hundred percent can prove that I did it. Any living family members of those people should be able to take their licks and beat that person within an inch of their life. And if they are still alive, you just fucking slit their throat and call it a day. Just to play devil's advocate, if this was, say, if that confession in that scenario you just put out there was, say, the father of the suspect. Yeah. No. Because I, I, if my daughter com- committed a murder, you damn right I'd take the fucking hit for it. I confess. So if there's, I think, it, if I think within reason, there if there's, DNA, I think if your daughter came to you and was like, and you were and told you that and you were like, why? And she was like, because they cut in line at Starbucks. You'd be like, fuck you, you're going to jail. Like, <laughs> you're stupid. But if there's DNA evidence, you get a confession. There's DNA evidence linking them to. Okay, I see it. But or better yet, lock them up for life, and once a month, the family gets to come beat the I fuck out it. of them. But that's even better. If you can sentence Damien Eccles, whether he did it or fucking not, it has no bearing on the fucking case. Even if he fucking did it, if you can sentence him to die, put him on death row with the amount of horse shit fucking evidence that they had, go fuck you, Arkansas. We should. And if you live in Arkansas, oh, I, 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 I'll give you that. We considering how this went and the fact that he got to the death penalty. Yes, I can see the argument of just abolish the death penalty in general because it's fucking horseshit. It's on this note, on yeah. this note, yeah, yeah, yeah. On this, on yeah, this like note. like hands down, no, unequivocal. Un- 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 you did it. I, how fuck many motherfuckers you. have we put to fucking death? Like Damien Eccles. I don't know. Whether they do Because the not. crazy thing is, like, I watch all kinds of documentaries. We both know that. Most of the things I've seen on death row, I don't think I've seen one documentary on any death row on any prison in the United States where whoever they interviewed from that death row didn't go, yeah, I did this. And 
Realistically, at least within the eyes of the law, I deserve to be executed for it. I've, I don't think I've seen one person withhold their innocence on death row. I don't. I, I'm sure that I'm sure that I mean, yeah, they I'm do. Sure I mean, that doesn't make good TV. Of course, they wouldn't interview but that guy. You know what I mean? They want the guy that's going to be like, yeah, I raped and murdered that lady. If, if any of you listening or watching are from Arkansas, leave now. I mean, fucking you're probably all right. Fuck up. You're probably all right. Fuck your state I, judicial system. I say we fucking send out a little flower. Say, listen, we're <laughs> dropping the bomb on you motherfuckers like we did to you, your people. You have had 20, to go there. You have 24 hours to get the fuck oh, out. Oh, so you're going to give Arkansas 24 hours to get the fuck out, but you didn't give Hiroshima or Nagasaki shit. You literally went for Hiroshima and Nagasaki because they're the most populated fucking cities in Japan left. Yes. You fucking Guaylo. The you know what that shit means? Arkansas. You know what Guaylo means? It means round eye in Mandarin. Fuck Arkansas. Fuck, fuck, fuck Arkansas. The, judici- the judicial system of Arkansas in the early I'm sure 90s. sure there's lovely people in Arkansas. Yeah, I, I'm not going to condemn a whole state, but... At least the judicial system and the court system of West Memphis, Arkansas in 1993 can literally all... Here's what they can do. Look at Dick. Here's what they can do. They can take whatever the last body that was buried in their county within the time period that there is still flesh on the rotting corpse, dig it up, and then they can all suck on that corpse's fuck stick. Okay. Okay. I think I, that's fair. I think we're. I think we've touched. I'm, I think I'm that's done fair. with this. I think Patreon. Episode, I cannot like. I cannot wait to get a new subject now. We are going to. I've do been a, so fucking stuck on this, and it's been fucking with my head so much. I think for the Patreon episode, we're going to do maybe Wednesday, Thursday, whenever Thursday. I, I can do any any of those days. Well, when we record the next, episode. I'm off tomorrow. I off at a, I'm off early ish regular time Wednesday, and I'm off Thursday. I can do any day when we record our next episode because we're doing two a week now. We missed last week. On and off. But we're gonna Not record, every week. We're going to record another one this weekend. We'll do a little and, Patreon. Yeah. That sounded shitty. I would love to do two a week, but with, the fact that I have two days off this week is a fucking godsend, so please bear with us. Yes. Uh, we are... Uh, what was I saying? We uh, will do a Patreon episode this Thursday, and we might talk about Damien Eccles now. There's a lot to talk about. About what, kind of what he's been up to. Cause yeah, the other two have been kind of laying low. Damien Eccles has been the public eye like a motherfucker yeah. since we'll they got out. Kind of give what, which is kind of flies in the face of what. Actually, Joy sent me a DM about that. She was like, the things that pop up on my YouTube now. And it was, yeah. a, it was I mean, a, a Damien Eccles interview somewhere. Yeah, because he is into some weird shit now. I mean, he's a writer. He's all kinds of shit. He, he's mean, not, he's, a, he he's not doing anything that surprises no, me. The no. way he behaved during this court, like. Well, I didn't expect him to change that much because he's been in prison for that long. Like, no, he's still going to come out. Well, you're he's right. still going to be. Uh, how do I say this? Because I don't want to sound like an asshole. I don't have a problem with Damien Eccles as he is now, but he's still a little bit attention grabby. You know what I mean? Like he he wants. He's always been. He's always been the type to want to be more in the public eye than the other two. Um, well, I mean, the stuff, what I mean is that he's into now, he's more into the magic shit, which basically is just law of attraction. Magic with a K. You know, law of attraction type shit. Not Man- magic the gathering. Manifestation, which, you know, is the kind of shit that... Go for it, bud. 293 got him... Would have got you locked up forever. 
and put on death row. You're a fucking witch, sir. Drown him. If he yeah. lives, if he does not drown, so we'll kind of talk he about is that. a witch. If he drowns, he is dead, but he's cool by me. So we'll kind of talk about that for the Patreon. If So if you want to support the podcast and hear that episode, go to patreon.com slash G-I-T-N podcast. <laughs> For a mere $2, you can get all the bonus episodes we do. For $5, you can get a sticker that we'll never mail to you. We still owe at least two stickers that, since I've been on this show. Bree and somebody in the UK. She's worth $2. No, we don't. We only I'm three. done. But I don't know what to believe in anymore. Follow us on all the social medias, and you kind of hopefully, maybe someday we'll get back to the Sunday recording of this episode, this podcast, or this episode. Hopefully, someday, maybe <laughs> sometime in the next sixty nine years, before we hit five hundred episodes. Hopefully, fuck. Uh, but check out the uh, Instagram. The Instagrams night moving. Under, yeah, night. Apparently, so is the Twitter. I don't have the Twitter. I post everything to Twitter, but I don't have the. I need to do that. Yes. Uh, Twitter at night or at yeah at night underscore ghost and there is a Facebook but whatever Twitter I mean is, we've been posting the Facebook you're welcome to go to the Facebook yes. just search Ghosts in the Night it'll pop up it'll pop up uh, but just like Instagram my day. and Twitter are really the two best ones to follow us on you will get updates on when we go live and yeah all been that posting some fucking fire serial killer memes on Instagram because yes. motherfuckers love serial killers all right I think that is going to wrap it up thank yeah, you yeah I need a cigarette and like. A fucking nap. We are going to never talk about this again. Well, I'm sure we'll bring it up. But uh, next week, uh, hopefully we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Oh, for sure. I have to. Yeah. and I have I'm, to have something that I can pop off a little bit more about. I Because uh, I'm not. I'm kind of. It out. is kind of mentally worn me out I'm a burned, little bit. I'm burned out of this. So thank you, everybody, for checking out the podcast. Thank you for everybody in the live stream who chatted up. Everybody, I appreciate you guys all. We we wouldn't be nothing without you. Finkel is Einhorn, and Einhorn is Finkel. Yes. Something like that, but different. Oh, we have merch, too. Oh, yeah, I guess we do merch. Yeah. I mean, I was talking about it earlier. I want to buy some, so everybody else should fucking buy some. That's uh, at Spreadshirt. I got to uh, get that tie-dye Paragon Jack shirt, dude. We're going to get you one. Just the, the link's in the description. Just go to uh, it's, just a it's the longest link ever. It's, a, it's that link in the uh, down in the description, or will be in the show notes. So, thank you everybody for joining us, and we will see you possibly Thursday night again for a little extra episode where we talk. Uh, basically, the shit show is back, like we talked about. Where we're just going to Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Where we just shoot the shit for a little bit. At Phil's house. You want to hear two fuck nuts talk about literally nothing that matters in the world? Tune in and get your fucking salads tossed. The only thing I guarantee there will probably be alcohol involved. Topic wise, we have no. no We don't know what we'll talk about. No, I don't. And then next Monday we'll. I don't alcohol. <laughs> the next Monday we'll have another topic to cover, and we might let you guys in on what that is Thursday. We'll talk about it. So, thank you once again. We really appreciate you. Be sure to share this with your friends. We are actually growing pretty pretty well, actually. Got yeah, the Instagram's doing like consistent. Three or four YouTube subscribers this week. I don't even know how many. Like we're consistently like boop, yeah, boop, boop, we're here and there on Instagram. Uh, YouTube is going up and I views. Showing my fucking butthole and. 
but famous. we the only reason we're growing is because of you guys thank you so continue to share it hit the like button and most importantly strap your friends to office chairs with duct tape and make them watch and listen to us yeah. and subscribe to don't us. worry about that kidnapping charge yeah it's okay we will not pay your attorney fees and just don't sodomize them all right we'll see you guys everybody we'll, we will see you guys thursday night love peace chicken grease take care everybody fuck jerry driver Bye.